Welcome to the Recycle Podcast, where we discuss everyday issues from a mental health perspective. We are your hosts, Dr. LaFanya Jones, Dr. Rashonda Strickland, and Dr. Nichelle Wall. Now don't get it twisted. We're not going to be your stereotypical therapists. What we will be is down to earth, informative, a little spicy, and vulnerable. All right, interns, turn up the volume, grab your pen and paper. It's supervision time. As a reminder, this podcast is not meant to take the place of a relationship with a licensed mental health professional. Welcome back to session 18, Movie Mental Breakdown. A Thin Line Between Love and Hate, 1996. That seems like such a short, long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's almost what? That's 24 20? years? Yeah. Almost 30 years ago. Lord. I know. Uh, when I looked at Martin, I was like, dang, he was skinny. I, I just told uh, <laughs> Dr. Wall that I was like, oh my God, he was really skinny in this. He was mm-hmm. skinny, and we talked about the fact that what was going on with his eye this whole movie? Yeah, girl. I, and I did. Said, I did not notice yeah, when I saw it in nineteen ninety six. Me, me, me I said maybe. I told uh, Doctor Jones this. I said maybe they filmed out of sequence and oh, you he got that? injured in the fight scene because that's the only thing I could think of. Because at one point he even had like a his sty. eye was swollen or something, yeah. star whatever. I was like, okay. Or oh, it looked like a star. Like in the very final scene, he had just a swollen. Like just one part was swollen. But yeah, they did film out of sequence because he had a blood vessel popped Uh at one point Mm -hmm. and then it was clear. But then then he had a blood vessel somewhere towards the end. And I was like, "Mm." yeah, they they should have filmed this in He got messed up. (laughs) (laughs) Something happened to Martin during this filming. Yeah. Because that eye was like, I think he got bold in the eye. He did or something. Yeah, because when I saw it, I was like, am I tripping? Is my eyes playing trick? Because uh-uh. it was making my eyes watery. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and maybe he was really just going in for real, for real in this movie. Because I didn't even realize that, that this is his production. He produced I know, yes, I saw that. that. I didn't know, Martin. I, I saw that. I didn't you know go, that. You go, boy. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I was like, wait a minute. This was a Martin Lawrence film? Yeah. Get I your coins as we rented this and paid you some money. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And it makes sense because he, he a whole introvert and you know they like to be behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which is so funny because he's a comedian. Right. Mm-hmm. That is hilarious. Yes. It's, I'm glad we all noticed the same thing. I was like, <laughs> but you know what? If we were watching this on a 1996 TV, we probably wouldn't have seen it. And maybe that's why we didn't see it. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, stuff be real extra clear now. Yes. I was like, what's wrong with that man? With the, di- the digital remastering and everything. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Some stuff just don't need to be remastered. It need to be left in the original, like, analog version. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Cover up some of that stuff. Side note, talk about digital remastering. If you ever watch, like, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory or, like, The Wizard of Oz, Mm -hmm. like, you can see the wires and the cables. Oh, no. Yes. It's best to watch that in the original version. Yes. It is like. (laughs) And don't watch Freddy Cougar. Oh, When he walked down the street with his arms out, you see all <laughs> you just see everything it's oh, just wow. like oh yeah some stuff needs to be staying in its original yeah but that was our side note so uh <laughs> like dr wall said we are doing uh 
a thin line between love and hate. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, Go ahead, get your singing on, girl. <laughs> look, if I could sing. You sing the theme song? The whole thing. <laughs> but I'll, I'll save y'all's ears <laughs> today. Uh, so we're just going to run down the character, like the essential character names uh, for the film. And then we'll kind of get started like we normally do. Uh, so Martin Lawrence plays Darnell, who is, of course, the uh, main character in the film. Uh, his friend T is played by Bobby Brown. Uh, his love interest, uh, Brandy, is played by Lynn Whitfield. Uh, his second love interest, Mia, is played by Regina King, not Regina Hall. <laughs> uh, and his mother is played by Della Reese. Now, of course, there are a bunch of side characters that are in the story as well, but those are probably the main people um, that have the most screen time and, um, you know, influence Mm -hmm. in the film. Yeah. So uh, this movie starts off like all uh, early to mid 90s black (laughs) film (laughs) with the end scene first (laughs) and kind of like a little monologue over like, what happened? How did I get here? Y'all, why was I dying laughing when this popped up? Because he talking about got me in this pool looking like a dead sea lion. <laughs> I was like, what is wrong with Martin Lawrence? Lord, I know. I, was like, I can't even get my mind right. I had to rewind and say, I know this fool did not say a dead, dead sea lion did. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. He did. Oh, my God. Uh, so then they flash back, of course, to the beginning. And what I thought was so funny about this, he was like, um, you know, everything in my life was going just fine <laughs> until it wasn't right. And I was like, but wait a minute, hold on. <laughs> you know, knowing if you, for all of our listeners out there, um, we're going to guess that most, most of you have seen this movie. So you know what the premise of it is about. And what I thought was like, but you created this drama. All of this. All you did of it. All of this. <laughs> yeah. You living with your mama. I see, and you I are paying a lot of her bills. I couldn't tell if he was living with his mama. I I figured that when he said you coming to when she uh threw the towards the, the end. Yeah, but then mm-hmm. I was like, it was another scene where he was uh, when she came to the house to cook the bacon, and I was like, wait Maybe a minute, where was his mama? I was I was confused he about might that be too. In his own place, but either way, he was hardly ever there. Right, you know yeah. what I mean? Like I I was like, you can't, sir. <laughs> Yeah, I couldn't figure that part out either. I was like, wait a minute, how does she get in the house if behind Della Reese after they already had that little interaction? But yeah, mm-hmm. so he must have had his own spot. But I they I think they used the same home mm-hmm. because you got Della Reese's house, his house, and then Mia's house that looks so similar. Mm-hmm. And we only got to see certain parts you know, of each house. And but I was trying cuts. to look at the, yeah, <laughs> I was trying to look at the kitchen since they, well, Della Reese and martin both they had that scene in the kitchen i was like is that the same kitchen but they kept showing different Mm -hmm. angles so i couldn't tell girl them cut scenes Uh (laughs) uh-huh they'll get you uh so of course we throw back to when all of his troubles started um so one thing so there's kind of like this what would you call it like a montage scene of him him dating yeah well not dating him going and bread crumbing mm-hmm. <laughs> his multiple women that he has in his life mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah 
So what I did say when, during the kind of like opening scene where there's, you know, he's just kind of going around the city to all his little concubine. Um, <laughs> that don't know about each other. Okay. Mm-hmm. I said, you know, I appreciate his confidence and him understanding that he has the gift of gab. Mm-hmm. But when taken to extreme, you know, that can be seen as arrogance mm-hmm. or like mild narcissism. Yeah, he was definitely conceited. Yeah, because mm-hmm. the thing is, the scene where he was in the bathroom, he wiped the window, and he was like, um, use a fine MF, mm-hmm. you know. I was like, I can appreciate that because that's one of the things that I tell my clients when mm-hmm. we're working on their confidence and stuff, you know, look in the mirror and say that you love yourself, you like yeah. yourself, you know. And, and so I could appreciate that, but like you said, the extreme of it was like, Dude, sit down somewhere. Because when he was like, if God, would he say something about God would have made all men like me? Mm-hmm. If he wanted all women to be happy or something like that, he yeah, would have made all men like me. Uh-huh. And I was like, see, that's where you just crossed the line. Right. Yeah. You went over from confidence to arrogance. There you go. It was very similar to how um, Martin Lawrence, not Martin Lawrence, but uh, Eddie Murphy was. In, I was thinking uh, that same thing. What was the movie? Boomerang. Boomerang. But. Darnell's character is more likable mm-hmm, in the mm-hmm. beginning. He's not as pompous, um, you know, mm-hmm. but he becomes all things to all women. You know, mm-hmm. that's what it is. Now I will say he was cold blooded. I, I like the fact that he knew the woman he was dealing with. He did. Yes. But I wish he would have just been honest and said, Hey, I have a harem. Yes. And, and that's the, that was the other thing I was thinking about is especially because with uh, the shot, Adrian, mm-hmm. he built her up. So, yeah. you know, he didn't tear, mm-hmm. you know, so that was a good thing. And and the thing is, I can respect you uh, dating multiple women or multiple yeah. people. Yeah. Just tell me, give me, exactly. give me the opportunity to make the decision to continue to fool with you. Because then at that point I can, de- I can decide that I'm going to date multiple men. Mm-hmm. Even, I, or I can I, decide if I'm going to play the fool. Exactly. 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 I did appreciate the fact that he was not telling women he loved them. He was literally just spending whatever type of time arrangement they mm-hmm. had come up with. It wasn't this whole lying mm-hmm. about me having these strong feelings for you because he didn't. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I did true. appreciate that. And one thing I kind of thought about, I was like, what does this say about like American or just human dating rituals? Hmm. You know, on how we are, you know, we like to put ourselves above the animal kingdom, <laughs> but <laughs> You know, we are a part of, and I was thinking, you know, we have very interesting dating rituals, like the things that we look for in a partner and the things that we accept, Mm -hmm. um, you know, what we tell women, these are the things you look for. You look for confidence, you look for status, you look for, and then insert this list of things. And I was like, he became all of those. Mm -hmm. It seemed like he, like you said, he became something different for each woman that he was dealing with. Mhm. Yeah. Man. And it was they were all funny. Well, Adrian was funny cuz of who she was portraying herself to be, <laughs> especially at that club scene. <laughs> that, that, that body roll. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why she was body rolling yeah. like Martin yeah. be body rolling. And then oh, Nikki man. the salon owner, she was just like not taking none of his crap, but but really was because right. she time. was here for it. Yes. Here for all of you. Oh, you going to work hard. Okay. Okay. And <laughs> then Gwen, which I love her because she uh, played this role so well. Wendy, uh, Raquel Robinson, mm-hmm. like 
She's a fool. Mm-hmm. She is. With them 7,000 kids. I was like, she stays true to form. <laughs> <laughs> From the first thing that I've seen her in mm-hmm. all the way up to what well, the last thing I've seen her in was the game. Mm. Um, and I'm sure she's played luck. in a bunch of stuff since yeah. then. But mm-hmm. like her most memorable role to me was, was it Cedric the Entertainer? show oh and, the steve uh, harvey a steve harvey show mm-hmm. steve harvey show and the game those are my like like two the stand out stand out yeah yeah i've seen her i recently in. watched a film with her and uh marcus houston she's his mom mm. they just think of shits oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and i'd be like okay and her husband is uh pal i can't think his first name um clifton clifton pal oh yeah hilarious mm. y'all need to watch that she was also she... in uh two two completed game with, oh she was she, sure she was. dated bobby brown in that or you know he he was her love interest in that interesting mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um i would say in the opening scene um i was disgusted by uh darnell slobbing adrian down in that um <laughs> dry cleaners i mean i, I was, was like a, i was low-key jealous because don't nobody be trying to kiss me but you know that's not the point of this i'm talking review. about the way they was doing it though it was a lot <laughs> it was like and then she fell lot. out yeah <laughs> <laughs> i was just like oh god what is going I, on here right i was like, what? like who open mouth kiss like that <laughs> i was just like people <laughs> like her yeah I was like, that oh, was hilarious doing too much so but i was also thinking kind of while the opening scenes are going on was like you know, all of these women fulfilled a particular role for him. Mm-hmm. And it was almost like he was playing like build a woman, like, mm. you know, kind of like a build a bear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, each of them, they were placement fillers mm-hmm. for, for somebody else we'll later talk about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then, uh, <laughs> T, in the midst of this, uh, T, which is played by Bobby Brown, is getting a parking ticket mm-hmm. <laughs> and has no game, right. none, and lied about getting this <laughs> woman's number. This woman's number. <laughs> you got the number to the station, sir, to the precinct, sir. That's the she number was you not, got. <laughs> she was like, "Fool, get away from me! Mm-hmm. There ain't nothing about you that I'm mm-hmm. interested in." Yeah. I thought that was hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> and telling for kind of how. The difference is, again, about mating and what we think is um, desirable, mm-hmm. you know, how men compete with one another. And, yeah. you know, I thought that was interesting that he would just lie about getting this woman's number. Like, what purpose did that serve you? Mm-hmm. Right. He was clueless, though. He really was. He Now, he was a dog for real. He was. <laughs> But he stayed true to form. That's how he, he is. Was, anyway. He was. <laughs> I will say, side note, it was good to see Bobby Brown look healthy. Mm-hmm. Before. Mm-hmm. Because he looked really healthy in this film. Yeah. yeah. And he the, was the, the dance himself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what I was going to say. You got you to see him. <laughs> like his personality. Like I love to see Bobby Brown when he can be like just Bobby Brown. Like mm-hmm. every little step I take. I love him. <laughs> yes. He, I mean, you don't realize how many films Bobby Brown has actually acted in, but he I really know. has been in quite a few uh, films. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, sometimes you pick the wrong person to marry and you get sidetracked. Mm-hmm. That is true. That is true. But he's back on track. Thank God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we saw him last year at Essence. <sighs> 
every Dr. time Jones he, and I. <laughs> every time I see him come on stage with new edition, it just makes me makes my heart. Well, you know warm. they're not new. It was. I mean, well, was, whatever they are now. <laughs> Ronnie, Damn. Bobby, Ricky, Ricky, Mike. Yeah, <laughs> new edition. I was like, <laughs> right, minus <laughs> one. <laughs> okay, or two, or two, <laughs> depending upon who you ask. Uh, so then after this, they're kind of just standing around on the sidewalk, mm-hmm. just shooting the breeze. Mm. Yeah. Uh, and then enters Brandy again, played by Lynn Whitfield. Oh, wait a minute. Before we go to that, mm-hmm. they also have the introduction of Smitty, who is the club owner. Oh yes. And that's mm-hmm. an important part because, uh, he wants to partner with T and we just gonna go on call Darnell D because that's where he that's what the name he go by later in the movie. So he pa- wants to partner with them, but he's like, y'all gotta prove yourself first. Mm-hmm. So they are like really happy about it, but they're like, okay, we're gonna do right by Smitty. We're gonna get these people in here because mm-hmm. I think he said, I need y'all to bring more chocolate to Chocolate City, which that's was the like name. the most horrible name <laughs> ever for a club. Well, because yeah. now Chocolate City means something else. Mm, it know. does <laughs> but i did like that he saw their potential yeah yeah that mentorship because you don't see that often anymore it's like mm-hmm. a doggy dog world mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. and they did do right by him mm-hmm. you know yeah. as we'll talk about later in the film but they did yeah uh so then after that enters um brandy yeah uh in all her glory and flawlessness okay <laughs> like they had to do the like slow-mo with the extra Beyonce, you know, fans. fans. She had a fan every t- almost every time she walked into a scene. Yes. It was hilarious. And I was saying this to Dr. Jones earlier. I was like, I didn't realize at the time of watching this that Lynn Whitfield is 10 years older than Martin. Like in real life? Or in just real life. Oh. Mm. I was like, you better be looking mm-hmm. how you looking. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cause she looked on par with all of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, she still look good. She does. You She's know. gained weight, but she looked good. Yes. She had some babies. I yeah, love Lynn Whitfield, uh, but she definitely, and this is no shade to Lynn Whitfield, but she definitely has like a pretentious kind of air about herself. Yeah. Yeah. Those are the roles she definitely gets and goes after. Uh-huh. I think the most vulnerable I ever saw her was when she played, um, the movie Eve's by you and I haven't either and it's still a she was in a pretentious role but it, it wasn't she was more authentic and just trying to be you know mm-hmm. a, a Louisiana yeah. woman versus like mm-hmm. uppity mm-hmm. she's a phenomenal actress oh wonderful like baby I was like oh she put I them love- tears out there boy How, somebody that can cry on uh-huh. on cue I love I'm her always in impressed a by that green leaf She's so regal. Like she just she looked is. like she still get roller sets every time she go. <laughs> every time she just go put a little bump in it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I know, but I was like, but you can definitely tell. Like if there was ever such thing as being out of your league. Oh gosh. Yes. Oh yeah. Like that was like the visual representation of being out of your league. Like everything about her scream. Like don't go after her mm-hmm, because you will not. You ain't ready. No. At all. Not ready. And then I thought, again, it showed the difference between, you know, how we approach people and how T came at her and was like, 
because I'm assuming all of us have had this happen to mm-hmm. us at some point where somebody come at you real strong and you're like, you know, I'm good, you know, mm-hmm. whatnot. And then they just flip it on you like, well, then nobody want to talk to you no way, you know, or Cause cause they call, you call you the B word or something. Right. Th- this is a prime example of why so many women, when we go out, we give men a fake phone number because we trying to get away from them because mm-hmm. you can't always get away. I've seen men like corner women. Mm-hmm. I've heard of stories where men put their hands on women because they because they cannot take rejection yeah grab your arm all kinds of stuff yeah i mean yeah it's happened to me in the club you like get your hand off me yeah. like don't, I don't grab me like that i have had to go off on plenty because i don't like to be touched mm-hmm. so sir get to, i don't know you mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah and i was saying that he was not observant of her body language At like all. she mm-hmm. like recoiled mm-hmm. back when he approached her like he was not observant of her body language and he did not approach her in a way that would even make her receptive to hearing what you had to say. Yeah. Like you, first of all, you block my path. Mm-hmm. And then as, as soon as I reject you, like you get extra close, close to, to my, my face. Fr- so you done, you done mm-hmm. crossed my boundaries mm-hmm. and you done made me feel unsafe. Yeah. It was very predatory. Mm-hmm. Then here comes Martin. Cause it's the perfect opening for him to run his game and perfect. become a chameleon. Mm-hmm. to fit what she what he thinks she wants mm-hmm. and he also was not being receptive either Mm-mm. no i mean perceptive excuse me he wasn't being perceptive either mm-hmm. you know his approach was much more gentle but like she was not interested it's all f-boy energy mm-hmm. it was mm-hmm. whether it's nice or not mm-hmm. okay then he gonna slip the little vip card which I don't know why they get, why they thought that was giving them power with all these. Well, I guess it was for some women, but mm-hmm. it was apparently giving them that status. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Still being a player. Mm-hmm. So then after that, um, there's a scene with he goes to his mama's house mm-hmm. and uh, he's trying to slip some money into mama's purse. <laughs> <laughs> Which I did say, I did appreciate that part about him. Mm -hmm. You know, of course, we don't have all of this backstory. So some of this is, you know, projecting. Um, But the idea that I kind of got was like, he could see like how she took care of them and he wants to take care of her, Mm -hmm. you know, now that he has the ability to. Yeah. Uh, And the fact that his, you know, father is deceased and mm -hmm. all his mom, because they said this, all his mom has is the social security. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm happy that they showcased a black man taking care of his family. Yeah. Yeah. So I did and appreciate that. Yeah. It just seemed like he's, he stepped into that role. Obviously yeah. they didn't say when his father, how old he was when his father passed away, but he stepped into that role of making sure his mom and sister were taken care of. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so then the sister comes in mm-hmm. <laughs> and of course they have their little brother sister moment yeah. as usual. Um, and she's telling her mom about how she got asked to the prom um, by Rodney Smalls. He talking about something by who? <laughs> Cleophis' little brother? Yes. Cleophis' little brother. Mind you, I grew up with some Cleophis <laughs> and Cleothus. Mm-mm. That's mm. such, again, no shade, but that's such an ugly name. <laughs> it is. And with this particular family, the dad was Cleother, and then he had two sons, and he named both of them Cleother and Cleother. That's like George Foreman who named all his sons George. And his daughters. 
looks like wait <laughs> like why why would you do that i'm confused in your yeah, house right like, now <laughs> like first of all how do y'all distinguish each other because right. all of your names are george mm-hmm. yeah like there's not like junior <laughs> junior squared junior cubed <laughs> you know what i'm saying like okay like whatever um but in this scene i was like first off darnell that's the pot calling the kettle black because you're going to try to say something about Cleophas and his little brother mm-hmm. and being a player. First of all, you don't know that the younger brother is a player. Mm-hmm. Let's start there. So you're assuming things. But you out here running the same game. So you don't want your sister to date someone who's treating women like you treat them. So you're projecting that onto that young man. Mm-hmm. Isn't it ironic? Mm-hmm. <laughs> don't you think? <laughs> <laughs> it was. And then I was uh, like, message, here come mama. Mm-hmm. Oh, I loved I it. Loved I loved her that she was yes. like, I'm not taking any of your crap, Darnell. Yes. <laughs> and she said one of the key phrases in this movie, mm-hmm. a night full of passion mm-hmm. can give you a lifetime of pain. Yep. Can we say it one more time for the people in the back? <laughs> a night full of passion can give you a lifetime of pain. You ain't never lying. And generations to come, too. Mm-hmm. And then she also said the title of the movie. Mm-hmm. You know, that it was, it's a thin line between love and it. But it is true. Mm-hmm. You know, it does not take much to throw a person from completely loving you to they can't stand the side of you. Mm-hmm. You know, it can be in the split second. Because that's yeah. how strong that hurt can be, mm-hmm. especially in I'm, I'm jumping ahead, but especially when I've told you my past, I yeah. told you yeah. what my past was about. And you did the you turn around and do the exact thing yeah. that yeah. I told you has hurt me before. Mm-hmm. And a common mistake that people have is that love and hate are on opposite ends of the spectrum and they're not. Mm. love is on one end hate somewhere in the middle and then indifference is on the other end of the spectrum where you just you don't care about Mm -hmm. nothing Mm. yeah because hate still shows that i care yes Mm -hmm. i'm still vested deeply Mm -hmm. (laughs) i'm so vested that i hate you Mm -hmm. yeah because that's a lot of energy because i can't that i was just getting ready to say because i care enough about you to hate you Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because think about how brandy you know as we continue our breakdown but thinking about her spiral Mm -hmm. you know the amount of energy it takes to have that kind of feeling towards somebody and the amount of energy that you had to take to find out where he was. Ooh. Okay. I, oh, girl, I'm going too fast. I'm sorry. You my bad. are. Cause I was thinking, don't go, don't go. Okay, come, okay. Back. Come, back. come back. I'm going to come back. I'm going to come back. Okay. Cause I was like, hold on. Wait a minute. This is 1996. How are we getting all this, uh-huh. this information out here? Well, right. She is a real estate agent. So all of them though, but mm-hmm. we'll get to it. Okay. But you know, before we go into the next scene, I thought another part that was hilarious. of mom is that she was always like, me is coming home. Girl, I said <laughs> that. I said me that doing this. She's I like, said, that's Mama who you're supposed is, to be with. Right. She like, just Mama's dropped that nugget in. always bringing up Mia. Uh-huh. She's always bringing up. Oh, sorry, guys. Uh, and I the sister. The, the sister did it the first uh-huh. time. Mm-hmm. Because he was like, well, is this what, is that what this is all about? Mm-hmm. I thought that same thing. I said, they sure bring her up a lot. Mm-hmm. Message. Well, well, that's the thing. I, and I wonder if it was them that wanted them. Well, obviously he wanted to be with her too. But 
it was it, it was like it was twofold to me it was like okay y'all keep dropping that nugget in but y'all also know that he want her too mm-hmm. yes yeah, that energy i think all of us probably can attest to having like somebody in our life where you just have a certain level of chemistry whether or not you chose to pursue anything or not you have that certain person shout out to jeremy you know it's <laughs> um, <laughs> my homeboy y'all no no romantic nothing going on but you know you have that type of like you don't know whether should I just keep it friend level or should we like go on over into the romantic side because we just have that bomb energy between us? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But they obviously loved her. Mm-hmm. So then the next scene is uh, Chocolate City. Uh, one of like a few club scenes. Mm-hmm. So, of course, you know, they're doing their thing and they're all talking and, <laughs> um, you know, all the ladies are showing up. That they oh. that they get, except for Gwen, I didn't. She didn't show up, Mm-mm. but she had children. She had kids so. who's right. gonna watch the babies. Right. Yeah, but Adrian and Nikki, yeah, mm-hmm. Nikki. Um, at least those are the ladies we saw show up. Mm-hmm. Um, and they acted as <laughs> as customary. <laughs> <laughs> that was Adrian's part, y'all. <laughs> she was so so socially awkward. She was. Yes. She might have been on the spectrum for real, for real, <laughs> girl. Yeah, because I was like, that is beyond shy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what you doing? Right. Yeah. Uh, but she was ready to throw down though. She uh, was. So the guys are talking. Oh yeah, dancing. Mm-hmm. I oh yeah. I was no. like, wait, what? Fighting? Wait, I missed no, that whole no. scene. Then yeah. body rolls and tripped yeah. into the club. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Uh, so the guys are sitting around talking about you know the things that some men talk about because we won't say all men mm-hmm. but the things that some men talk about which is <laughs> w- women mm-hmm. uh and then uh enters in again with her fans <laughs> and her Girl, shirley that, temple curl ponytail because okay. that shawl honey was blowing with the wind okay <laughs> And that sparkly white dress, but it was cute though. Mm-hmm. She did look cute. She, she had, did. She looked like she had on a pair of sling bats. I don't know if she did, but that's looked like they the perfect shoe mm-hmm. <laughs> for that dress it was. in that time. In that time, because uh, it was, I was like, "That's okay. That's cute. With those sparkle, sparkle." Mm-hmm. Um, and then of course, you know, they do the zoom in, and he's like, "Huh?" And about some, she came. She came. Sit down, but but hold up, because I got to be like no, because when he said, uh, I think T said was like she didn't come here for you, and he was like, nah, she wouldn't be here if she wasn't. That was a good point, because I was like, she said, well, I don't come to the Mm -hmm. the city that often, but she don't. She live far away. Mm -hmm. She live in Malibu, Malibu. Mm -hmm. and they look like they They somewhere in Hollywood or something. And she was like, well, I don't come to the this side of the city or whatever she said um, earlier um, that much. But you made the drive or all had the your way dr- back all the way from Malibu. Mm-hmm. So I was like, you, something mm-hmm. you was interested in something. Mm-hmm. It wasn't to come see this club. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Y'all in that same scene, I don't know if y'all picked up on this. But Tracy Morgan was the bartender. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I saw I was that. Like, okay, thick Tracy. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. With the fro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so let me find out. He yeah. was hustle man. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. I'm assuming Martin was on TV at that time, wasn't it? In 96? In 96. Maybe it was coming towards the end, but. I don't remember the years. Mm-hmm. I just know I watched it. I yeah. did, too. I can't, I'm trying, because. 
97 is when I graduated from high school. <laughs> so I'm trying to think if I was watching Martin. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I can't remember. I can't remember when it was on, but y'all tell us in the comments <laughs> when Martin came out or when it was on the show on um, on TV. Yeah. Um. So then they he runs up to her mm-hmm. to you know have a little convo, and she's. I said, this is some of the things that get us women caught up sometimes, because she was playing hard to get. Oh, she was playing all kind of games. Oh, but we yeah. later find out it's because she's crazy. But, right. But, I was like, yeah. this is the kind of stuff that be getting us caught up because mm-hmm. you wasn't being straightforward either. Mm-hmm. You doing all this like, oh, no, mm-mm. I'm just here to check out the club. And then you going to run off onto the dance floor and, you know, be doing yo. She was doing the most. You can tell that Lynn Whitfield is a dancer because all of this and everything she do. Yes. All the scenes. <laughs> I was like, oh, Lord. Woman. But I would say she does exude grace uh-huh. in she everything does. She that does. she does. Because when she got through dancing on that floor and she whipped that uh, shawl back from Baby. around her neck, I was like, you better do it. And walked off and looked back. I said, okay, choreography. Yes, hunty. I know. I was feeling all of it. <laughs> yes. Her and Felicia Rashad give me the yes. same energy. Yes. You just be like, oh, mm-hmm. just class. Mm-hmm. Like taking too far, it can be something else. But like just in mm-hmm. general, <laughs> Like yeah. uh, just class all the time in everything yeah. they do. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was feeling all of that. So then, of co- but before they, uh, she runs off the dance floor, the three of them are standing there. Oh, so it's T Darnell. And then their er- uh, Earl their friend Earl that stutters. Yeah. yeah. Their friend that stutters, uh, are all standing there kind of basically, I don't even know what you would call it, but they're definitely talking about her. Mm-hmm. And uh, Darnell's her inability. Being, I, I, I would say her being out of his league. Mm-hmm, I yeah. was going to say his inability to be able to get with her. Mm-hmm. So then they turn it into a bet. Mm. Which is the worst thing to do. But okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. I cut you no, it, it's childish. Mm-hmm. You know, you have three grown men sitting here betting on whether or not this man can sleep with this woman. And not even that he could like, uh, you know, have a conversation have a, a meaningful conversation with her or date her you jumped all the way over that to sex mm-hmm. and this is when they talk also talk about not saying uh the l word not saying i love you to mm-hmm. women that they're not serious about um but you know i think foreshadowing he gonna do anything mm. to get the draws mm-hmm. <laughs> yes you know, and I was like, man, this is how, again, how people get hurt. You're playing with somebody's emotion. Mm-hmm. Like y'all are coming up with this whole scenario and this whole scheme. And this other person is unknowing yeah. that they're a part of this game. And and the thing is, you you make me a part of the game without me, without me knowing and, and being a, par- a willing participant. Took your choice away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's that's a pet peeve of mine. Don't take my choices away from me. Because mm-hmm. you're going to see a whole side of me you ain't going to be able to deal with. Not to Brandy level. Right. But. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I was thinking, just saying that saying I love you isn't part of the code doesn't mean that you haven't caught feelings for a person. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, you can be quote or unquote in love or love a person without having said that specific word, your actions, people are going to be looking at what you're doing as to determine whether or not what you feel, they're not going to just be simply listening to what you say. 
Right. Because the thing is, even if you don't, you haven't said that I love you, your actions say that you like me on some sort of level Mm -hmm. and that you're interested in me. Yes. Mm -hmm. So then he runs out. So then uh, Brandy leaves. Mm -hmm. He runs after her to try to catch her. But by this time, she's already. He wrote down her license plate. That's what I'm getting to. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he um, doesn't catch her, but then writes down her license plate and inserts stalkerish behavior. Yes. Um, and this was the thing that I was like, man, I wish we could have had a whole bunch of extra scenes. Because I was like, first of all, this is 19. Well, this was filmed in 95 because they had a lot of 95 stuff like on their clothing. Mm-hmm. So 1995, 96, the internet was not really a thing then. Mm-mm. It was in its like... When I say infancy stages, like infancy it was stages. was a big old tan box with a black screen and green letters. Okay. And it was doing the. <laughs> <laughs> when you, you know, when you try to dial. Dial yeah. up. Like, I'm on the internet. Yes. Hang up the phone. Hang up the phone. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I was like, first of all, you wrote this woman's license plate down. How much investigation did you need to do to find out where she worked? Right. That means that you. I don't even know how you would even go about this back in the day. Somehow you got DMV records, which means then you would have had to find out where she lived. Then you would have had to follow her from where she lived to where she worked. Well, or she, owned, she owned a business. So yeah, that's that was she registered. A, and her name was on her license plate. So he could have. It was mm-hmm, at the bottom. Brandy. Uh, well, I didn't see that. Well, huh. she, but, if she a stereotypical real estate agent, she'd be advertising on everything. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I could see that. Yeah. Yeah. But where would her advertisement be? I, well, at least I didn't see any advertisement up in the, you right. know, like a billboard or you know, something yeah. like that. Yeah. Right. That would make sense. But my thing is you had to do a whole lot of legwork. Mm-hmm. You did. Like it wasn't like you did a Google search. Mm-hmm. And then all this info just popped up. Like you had to really go look for some stuff or back have then. Have a, a, a inside person, but that's a lot of work just for some vagina. Yes. Right. And see, the thing is, we can say it like, like you just listed all those things, like the internet and, any, and even me seeing her name on the license plate. Not on the license plate, that don't even mean anything. We, it means something because now we know right. about the internet. But all that stuff then, it didn't mean nothing. Mm-hmm. Like, what did you do with it? Like, you know how many uh, Brandy Webs probably right. existed? Yep. <laughs> right like in the phone book mm-hmm. exactly so you still had to like go through each like so there was a lot that you had to go through that you had to go through to find this woman just to turn around to hurt her <laughs> y'all y'all should have saw both of their face because <laughs> i'm like that's a lot of energy yes y'all i'm not even gonna put my business out there but you know <laughs> some similar just happened to me so i'm like really you could have left me alone i was out here living my best life you could have cancer free and things and then you come in here yes stop it right because i'm like you showed up to this woman's job with this giant bouquet of i'm assuming they were roses they were red Mm -hmm. roses yeah Yeah. um they was a little sparse though they were a little sparse personal (laughs) i hate roses and there's going to be a lot of people probably later on when we finally blow up y'all <laughs> in the comments like, what do you mean you hate roses? I can't stand roses because to me, it shows a complete lack of thought. 
Mm -hmm. And this is a personal thing. So this is no, this is nothing disrespectful to women that do love roses. This is my Mm -hmm. own personal feeling. But to me, they're so cliche. Like you just went and bought roses. You didn't think about anything. Like you can go get them from the gas station. Yeah. You know, like get something that had, that you have to really like consider, you know, that's not as easily accessible mm-hmm. a tulip or a lily or Tulips chrysanthemums or you know something so Derek she wants African violets okay. no he knows <laughs> I, my favorite flower is lily oh, okay so um he's not ever once ever bought me a rose ever yeah I mean yeah. I love flowers because we had we had them growing up but even a guy who really knows me he'll know that my what my favorite rose is is not a red rose. Mm-hmm. So if you bring that, I'm be like, okay. I receive it. I like. Oh yeah, I receive it. Yeah, yeah. I I like roses because I just like flowers. They're just so beautiful to me. But my mm-hmm. favorite is tulips. Mm-hmm. But it's it's rare that you can find uh, good looking tulips. They be yeah. dead. This yeah, this they're Texas sensitive. Heat. <laughs> yeah, we had so some they, of those till we grew those at uh, at my house. Mm. Yeah, they are sensitive. Yeah, they they're and so my significant other he tends to buy me roses because he can't find the tulips because they look <laughs> he like dead <laughs> he's like babe i bought you some tulip seeds <laughs> yeah i know right so you can plant them in the garden <laughs> yeah but if anything and let me say even if you bought rose like don't get red like get white yeah, for Pink. my birthday, he bought me like every color I could think of. See, now that, to, so then something like that, <laughs> that shows thought. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You didn't just be like, can I get a dozen red roses, mm-hmm. please? <laughs> like, Yeah, I'm like, I want variegated. Look that word up. Look and see what that means, variegated. Those are the type of roses I like. You know, like that shows some thought. Like you didn't mm-hmm. just simply just get the most TV version of this, this thing ever. Because <laughs> everyone gets a dozen red roses. Yeah. And that was a complete huge segue um, <laughs> diversion, y'all. We so sorry. But he brought her roses but to her I, job. <laughs> yeah. And it, it was a huge bouquet, a huge bouquet. Um, And then you snuck up into this woman's office. Wait, we done skipped some stuff, y'all. We done skipped some stuff. We, we didn't go back. We still at the club. Y'all, we done missed stuff because Mia comes into the club. She did at her and peaches. Uh huh. Yeah, with peaches and peaches is talking all kind of crazy to him. Yep. Her cu- Pe- peaches is her cousin, Mia's cousin, and so mm. she's going off about not uh, falling for his crap and all of that. <sighs> but yes. Mia actually sees through everything, and she mm. always has. And I think that's mm-hmm. probably why they never got, got together. together. Mm-hmm. It's because yeah. she's just like fool you ain't ready right yeah (laughs) i do remember i have that written down here i don't know how i skipped all that um because he said wait for me yes and she was like okay not no not like that she just kind of gave him like these eyes yeah Mm -hmm. but she went on into that vip and got her champagne i know that's right i was like there was a double meaning here on the wait for me yes you know i think the wait for me was like literally like wait for me i'll be over there mm-hmm. and then the figurative like give me time to become the man that i need to be mm-hmm. and you see she never did she done shipped off came back mm-hmm. was shipped off she's not on the ship she was air force but you get what i'm saying mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i was like mm, look at the double entendre here which i found to be unfair to her mm, like you want sure, her to you want her to wait on you to become the man that she needs you to be boy bye get yourself somewhere and luckily <laughs> she didn't wait around for him. exactly because mm-hmm. she was all up on mr chicken biscuit 
Miguel Nunez. <laughs> the chicken biscuit dinner. Uh, but yes, uh, and I did. Re- I was. I did write that down. I'm so surprised I skipped over that. Um, but I was like, again, that shows his selfishness, mm-hmm. arrogance, and a lack of emotional intelligence. That you would even suggest that a person wait for you so that you can get yourself together. Okay, that done made me all the way disgusted. <laughs> you should see Doctor Jones's face. <laughs> Her lips turned all, <laughs> all, all the way. She not waiting for nobody. No, no, no one. I was you like, better be Ugh. grown already. <laughs> you ain't never lied. Uh, so yes, that was an integral part. Did we forget something else? Mm-mm, I think the next scene is the um shopping spree in the alley. <laughs> oh yeah, at, this is after he shows up at the office or whatnot. Um, and then yes, the booster, oh, uh, played by Faze on Love. With his goofy self. He uh-huh. is so goofy. <laughs> uh, and I was like, this is so funny to watch this scene because it's kind of like, this is how I assume, because uh, I'm not a man, uh, that some men talk to each other. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Their their conversations, their conversations away from other people and women. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, so you just, you don't mind that he has had some sort of sexual interaction with this woman you want him to hook you up with? You okay with that? That's, that's in a pass. That's in a pass. That is so gross. And you gonna sell the clothes for him to him for forty five dollars or forty dollars just to fix you up? And I shirts. think that's what I didn't like about it. I was like, there's like, it's like you're bartering for a woman. Uh, yeah. Like, well, I'll give you this if you give me this. Like, wait a minute, she's not up for auction. Because first of all, she don't even know about this. Do she even know phase on love? <laughs> right. No. You trying to boost a man. (laughs) Right. Does she even know he exists? No. And y'all over here making deals for $45. So basically you just sold me for $45. Now, of course, you know, we all know this woman has autonomy, so she can always turn him down, Mm -hmm. but it's just the mechanics of the conversation that they were having. Right. And it's going to be even more manipulation in it because of what she's already done for darnell mm-hmm. and he he gonna go in with his charm charm mm-hmm. and say well you know and then it's gonna go into that mm-hmm. you know my boy you know he really x y he an entrepreneur and you and could just go out on you could just go out with him once mm-hmm. you ain't gotta talk to him no more y'all let me tell you this story <laughs> <laughs> side note so y'all know that i have been on my grind, getting back healthy, my mind and all of that. Why I have a friend in the midst of all of this before I was done with treatment, have her dude reach out to me Mm-mm. through Facebook. Well, called and then on Facebook. But I was asleep when he called because, you know, chemo make you sleepy mm-hmm. um, to tell me that I needed. A strong word needed to give his boy a chance that live up here in DFW. And I was like, I don't need to do number be black and die. That's all I got to do. Did you delete that message? <laughs> no. Cause then she called me. It's like, yeah, you should give him a chance. I said, you don't know me. You must not know me. And we didn't know each other since we was born. Pretty much. I, I went off. I said all kind of stuff. He had him on the phone. She oh. had me on the phone. And so we were both on speakerphone and they sent me a picture. I said, he's not even my type. That's not even what I like to date. And I'm in the midst of fighting cancer. 
who got time to date new people? Wow. Who, who got time to be meeting somebody at this time? I don't have in I in got, the middle of COVID. <laughs> I'm not. I mean, got, but he got this. He got this. It sound like you're not listening to me. Mm-hmm. I don't had to cuss him out and say something crazy to him. I was like, we not. This is what we're not gonna do. So that reminded me mm-hmm. of that same situation. Mm-hmm. It sounded like they promised him something that they couldn't deliver. Mm-hmm. I was like, let my no me know. Mm-hmm. You're not gonna coerce me into nothing. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Oh wow. Mm. The manipulation. She probably gonna listen and say, why you tell people that? <laughs> Cause. Because <laughs> that's what it reminded me. Well, of. luckily we don't know who she is. So right. Your anonymity is safe. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, but girl yes like how are you gonna tell somebody they need to do something mm-hmm. i don't need to do anything Mm-mm-mm. um so then after that is t and darnell just kind of outside talking for some reason or another um and the thing that I kind of took away from that scene was t telling darnell that he wasn't gonna give him an extension on yeah him trying to get with brandy and i was mm-hmm. and it, to me it was just kind of like an an extension of, for lack of a better word of the previous scene mm-hmm. where like you guys are still like it's like this woman is an object yeah we're like expendable. literally a toy mm-hmm. that you guys can just manipulate and you know kind of move around as you guys see fit and she has no clue any of this is even happening mm-hmm. and you got a whole plan already kind of worked out in your mind mm-hmm. on how to get her to do what you want yeah nope Mm-mm-mm. uh then we have a weird cut scene <laughs> to mia standing in front of darnell in her uniform her dress blues in her dress yeah. blues um so i guess he just wanted to see her in uniform see what it looked like <laughs> um and then they're kind of <laughs> talking on the couch about you know what does she do what's her plan for mm-hmm. if she's going to re-enlist and all these things and she's kind of talking about what her what she learns and how, you yeah. know what her experience mm-hmm. is in um the air for air force right yes in the air force and what i kind of he basically asked her would she be going back for a man and she called him out on it. I love that she held him accountable for his words. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, I mean, it, it goes back to what you were just saying, that continual diminishing of value and of worth. And I don't think some individuals realize that, hey, I'm more than just these parts that you like to look at or have sex mm-hmm. with. Like mm-hmm. I can be a whole human being and be something that be someone that is doing great things. I'm yeah. not just supposed to be on your arm. Right. right, and my decisions don't have to be based on me trying to get a man, find a man, or be with a man. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you can tell that he has feelings for her because I don't. I honestly think that was said kind of out of jealousy mm-hmm. and not knowing kind of where he stands, where with her. he stands, what his place is. Because before that, he brings her some uh, was it jujubes, jujubes, which is her favorite candy, and she said she hadn't had them since before she enlisted or whatever um so you can you can tell that he still wants her and and all of that but has never really made a move yeah i i think he i don't think he knows what kind of move to make at that point i don't think he knows what kind of move to make because he has to approach her different Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. she requires more she requires something different than what he has become to these other women Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i totally agree 
Uh, so then here comes a knock on the door. And <laughs> Reggie, uh, I'm sorry, Darnell, uh, opens the door. She, I guess she knows who it is. Yeah, and mm-hmm. smiles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so she runs to the back to get out of her dress blues mm-hmm. um, to change. And um, I keep wanting to say Martin. Darnell opens the door and it's Reggie, who's played by Miguel Nunez. And he talking about some, some delivering some chicken. He thought Sir. he was the chicken delivery man. <laughs> chicken fixings. From chicken fixings. Name they restaurant because that's a hot mess. Chicken fixings. <laughs> um, so of course, you know, I'm like, you know that you know daggone well, this ain't no chicken delivery man. First not of all, suited and booted like that. No. Not <laughs> suited and booted like that. And yeah. in nineteen ninety six, the only thing being delivered was Chinese food and pizza. pizza. Yeah. Now what I will <laughs> say is Mia did good because she went and got an air. Because mm-hmm. he said I think that they had, had twenty restaurants. And mm-hmm. you gotta think twenty restaurants in California and yeah. you black. Mm-hmm. Yes. He right said around riding the king time. Five million <laughs> Girl. in revenue last year. Where are those? He had a at? Porsche. And he seemed mm-hmm. like a act, even though he was pompous towards Darnell, he did seem like a nice guy. Mm-hmm. He, yeah, he did seem to respect Mia. Mm-hmm. Yes. In, in everything throughout this movie. So I did like that, even though he was wealthy mm-hmm. and she is seemingly from the hood, that he never held that over her. Yeah. Yeah. At least it didn't seem like it in the film. Let me Mm-mm. say that. No, because I think even in a later scene, he was like, I, I want us to stay connected. Those are not his exact words, but he was still wanting to stay connected to her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So then, of course, Martin is trying to, excuse me, Darnell is trying <laughs> to, because, uh, you know, he acted like Martin, Martin. Mm-hmm. like yes. the, the show Martin mm-hmm. yes. in a lot of his scenes, yeah. which is what makes me think that the show was still kind of going on at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe like this was also around the time of like bad boys and all of that. Mm. The first bad boy, you know, cause he still was having that kind of, um, behavior, but Darnell is basically painting, playing the dozens with this dude. <laughs> they go, and they going back and forth. They so are. I was like, I was like glad that he could give as good as he was getting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, again, this goes back to like mating rituals. Cause it was a lot of testosterone flying in that scene. Right. But see what I, I, what I, what I was thinking, I was like, Martin, I mean, shoot, Darnell (laughs) has, he got nerve. You over here doing all this stuff with your concubines. Flittering around. Yes. And you, and she got one dude knocking on her door and you, and you can't handle it. Can't handle it at all girl that's why i said it was a, if they was apes it'd have been a bunch of oh, 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 oh. it'd have been a whole bunch of that going around because yeah. it was just testosterone flying everywhere. everywhere but you know that also goes to say men can't handle what they they want us to handle oh i wish we had a video yeah so <laughs> so i went on a date uh last weekend and i we had a conversation about that and he's like nah I'm not gonna have my woman doing blah blah blah. I said, so you was willing to have an open relationship, mm-hmm. but she couldn't do the same thing that you was doing. I said, that's not an open relationship. That's you having sister wives, right? Because mm-hmm. open is both of us. Open. We both are open. <laughs> but to answer the question about the Martin show, it was from August of '92 to May '97. Okay, so, so it was, was going, going on okay. at the time. Because I was like, he was acting very Martin-ish. Martin-ish. 
And it had to be because how was he going to be able to fund this movie? Right. That's true. Oh, yeah, because you true. go, boy. That mm-hmm. came from Martin. Yeah. Because yeah. okay. I was like, he was acting real Martinish in this film in certain <laughs> scenes. Um, but, so, but his name's Darnell. Um, but I was like, again, I was thinking about mating rituals and how what we look for um, when we're choosing a partner, mm-hmm. you know, we're not that different from, you know, other animals where you want the thing that has the most strength, the most status or the ability to, you know, create. Mm-hmm. Um, there's this documentary that uh, Derek and I had. We, my husband and I are weird, so I'm just going to go ahead and put that out there. <laughs> um, so there's this little bird <laughs> that loves the color blue. And I wish we had video so y'all could see me what I'm about to do with my arms. But anyway, so this bird, he like picks up all of this blue stuff, whatever it is, and like makes a little nest. And then he does this thing with his arms where he's doing like this. <laughs> and if y'all can see me, I'm like waving my arms from like side to side. And then he does like this little jump thing from like side to side. <laughs> And then he does his arms like that and she comes and she looks at his little blue nest and she's like, "Mm -hmm." and she like picks it, picks it apart and then decides like, is his nest good enough? Yeah. And this scene between um, Reggie and Darnell made me think of that. Mm -hmm. Like how, how, what kind of jumps and hoops some men have to go through to prove that they are worthy of being chosen. Now, mm-hmm. this is not to say that women don't jump through hoops yeah. as well, because mm-hmm. we have our own type own of ways. mating ritual, mm-hmm. but just in particular to this scene. Mm-hmm. But that also makes me think about how in the wild, typically it is the man that has to entice the woman. Mm-hmm. Peacocks, male mm-hmm. peacocks are the cute ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, different snakes and all kind of amphibians. Mm-hmm. Like, you have to be able to protect the eggs or the, the the babies protect the woman like you know mm-hmm. yep. it, it ain't no joke and then we out here just all backwards yeah <laughs> it's okay though it's okay. it just made me think of that i was like huh we do really have some serious like primitive ways mm-hmm. we don't think of them as primitive but they really are because we have all of these trinkets and and things that we've attached certain yeah. types of value to them now yeah but the behavior uh-huh. is really primal it's mm-hmm. it's how we're hardwired mm-hmm. it's uh it goes along the lines of survival of the fittest mm-hmm. it, it's not necessarily that we're fighting each other but the next generation you want to find the mm-hmm. person that's going to be the most likely to survive mm-hmm. mm. i know that's a good point yeah it just made me think a lot about when they were just kind of going back and forth with each other <laughs> i was like oh that's so interesting <laughs> I'm sure when they were filming this, they probably weren't thinking all that stuff that we're, <laughs> we're talking about, but it did kind of key me into the, uh, and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, Oh, I got the scenes out of order. This is now where he shows up to her job. Yeah. Okay. But, um, I think him seeing Mia with Reggie is what spurred him on like I need to get on top of this because mm-hmm. immediately after that scene is when he goes in search uh, of Brandy yes mm. so I had got sorry guys I had got the scenes out of order this is now where he shows up uh, to her job <laughs> with these with them big with old these. <laughs> girl that bouquet was so huge like I don't how, where, who was getting ready to carry that anywhere where does that go in the first place what kind of vase is available yes. <laughs> 
for the size of bouquet that he bought her. Yes, that was that was huge for all of the foliage that was in there, not I all of the was, flowers. Yeah, because <laughs> it was only a dozen. Right, but it was a lot of foliage in mm-hmm. there. Um, so then he somehow gets a key card because this is a secure building, so it looks like you're not even be able to get the up badge. the elevator without mm-hmm. some sort of badge. Mm-hmm. Um, so he takes a badge and gets up to how he found her office so like i wish we had extra scenes because i'm like is he just walking around like mm-hmm. i feel like he already knew like searching Whenever he got him. that information from he yeah. got the sweet number because mm-hmm. i'm like he like he went right in that joint mm-hmm. she on the phone talking to what was his name irving whoever she was trying to make a deal I'm she like, right. doing business mm-hmm. right and that was so th- th- again crossing boundaries and being disrespectful i'm at work and I'm on the phone, so stop talking. Now, mind you, Dr. Mm. Jones, man, know how to come up to the office. He be bringing us food and stuff, and I be like, he loves us, too. <laughs> he feeds us. <laughs> Ronnie bought us some food. Okay, what what we eating today? <laughs> I know. I had got me a, a strawberry banana smoothie mm-hmm. that I didn't know that I wanted. <laughs> I was like, sure, I sure will take that strawberry banana smoothie. But he knows to stop at the front first because I might be in a session. And he ain't get ready to be busting in the room. He's respectful. Yes. Mm-hmm. He values you, your time, your mm-hmm. uh, business yeah. that you have. It's not just like my, what I want is in most important. Right. Right. Agreed. And he, uh, Darnell did not do any of that. No. He nope. said, tell Irving you're going to call him back. First of all, oh, God, I wish I could. But, but she <laughs> didn't have a choice, though. What am I? I mean, you she literally, like, I have to. You walked into my That's office. Her business. Right. So I can't start, you know, cussing you out or, like, asking you a bunch of questions. And I'm on the phone, you know, trying to make a business deal. So she really didn't have a choice. Mm-hmm. But the way he said it, it makes it as if I followed your instruction. Mm. Which... She was, I mean, stuck mm-hmm. between a rock and a hard place mm-hmm. at that point. So then he gives her the flowers and then she gives um, them to her assistant and tells him to call security as she should. Right. Yeah. Because exactly. you don't come up in here. You the definition of doing too much. And for, uh, my building is secure. Yeah. How did you even get up here? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, what I will say is they, they are both playing games. Yeah. Uh-huh. Both of them. Oh, they yeah. are. And so... At some point, she really should have just put her foot down back when she really didn't want to come to the club. She should have never came, came to, to the, the club. club. That's and right. It should have been over with. Yeah. But no, she went. She looking at him. She dancing with other men. Yeah. Now he's like, oh, okay. The chase is on. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. So that's a good point that Dr. Wild just made. Um, everyone, not just women, but everyone. Mm-hmm. If you're not interested in someone, then don't play that cat, cat and mouse game. No. Mm-hmm. Because that's time. right. Because that's how you get into a situation that you wasn't trying to get into. Yep. That's what I wrote down in my thing. Oh, even <laughs> no, just to kind of piggyback on what you were saying that even if she was interested, this was not the way to go about it. No, nope. right. For really for either one of them, but in particular for her, like you obviously he sparked something. So why not just be straight up and say, okay, you know what? You, you cute. I don't know if I'm gonna like you, but you cute. So let's see where, where this go. But no, it's too much like, right. Mm -hmm. But it's a movie. So we know we got to have shenanigans. (laughs) (laughs) Shenanigans. Um, 
Okay, so then more games because <laughs> the first wait, few weren't enough. Wait a minute, right. hold on, y'all. I, I just had to laugh at the part when they was they picked him up and was taking oh. him out. <laughs> <laughs> and he was doing the Jerome in your mouth dance out the door. Yes. He was. <laughs> yes. I see you. I see you. <laughs> stomping like that. I said, you stomping like you short. Stop uh-huh. it. <laughs> Them legs were swinging. Oh, my God. That was hilarious. And then the two cops going to do the high five to each other. <laughs> they threw about. We got to do something today. Co- calling them flashlight cops. Mm-hmm. They was excited. They said, oh, this is most that don't happen in right? six months. And he talking about some next. <laughs> next, go sit on your post because ain't nothing else getting ready to happen. <laughs> that was so funny. <laughs> uh, so then I can't remember if there's a scene between Mm-mm. this and the next one, but she shows up to a house. Mm-hmm. And there's a limo parked outside, and the young man that stutters, um, his friend, Earl. 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 <laughs> See, I didn't even com- commit that to memory. Uh, Earl, you know, is basically like, you know, Mr. Wright is in the is in the car, and she's like, okay, so is he going to get out? He's like, yeah, I want to open the door. Mind you, he is stuttering something fierce. The whole time. The whole time. Then he finally opens the door. That was some good acting. He's a great actor. Because I don't think that man stutters for real. No, isn't he the same guy that became a paraplegic or something later in life? The actor that became a paraplegic? Oh. I can't remember. But I think I, it, I, I think, think so. He is. I think I actually just saw a picture of him. I think he oh, he, he ends up gaining a lot of weight. Well, we all gain a lot of weight, but he ends up he's bigger now. Mm-hmm. But I wanna say I believe he he got into some type of accident mm. or something, and now he's paraplegic. Yeah, mm. but I was like, man, he is doing that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then he opens the door, and of course, it's Darnell. And I was like, you know, good, and you know, you can't afford this house. And she knew it. And she asked again, him. "Why are you playing games?" You, but she knew he couldn't afford it. Why? Mm-hmm. So why? You know what I'm saying? She asked him. She did with ask that, him. with her stank attitude and said. Can you afford just like how we would? Mm-hmm. Can you? I wouldn't be here if I could. And I then said, after I take you on this tour, you're going to say, I can't afford this house. Right. You don't wasted my time. I could have done showed somebody else a house. And that's what I would have known. You messing with her money. <gasps> yeah. Because she he, wasted a lot of time. That's a 15 showing, bed, 15 bedroom house, I think. 15 a 15 room. room house. Yeah. But you know, if for anybody who took speech. And they tell you how to play on people's emotions in your debates. He did exactly that. He hooked her in, got her in her element open. Mm-hmm. And then he played on her sensitivities about not being able to afford it. And the fact that he had the little baby bird because mm-hmm. she had had these expensive crystals in her own house. In not her house, her office, office mm-hmm. that he knocked over on his way getting kicked out. And he went and bought it. That's what. He set it up good. And he I was good. like, how did he get in the house? See, I need some extra scenes in this movie. Mm-hmm. Where did the deleted scenes at? Because well, I was like, how did he get in this house to place this in the master bedroom? Well, you know, back in the day, they didn't have a little box that only the realtor <laughs> had the code oh, to. Didn't? Well, I would assume that it's something nah. new. Because I was like, how did he get in here before her to put this thing in the master bedroom? Ain't no telling. It mm-hmm. probably was open. I need some more scenes. Mm-hmm. Uh, or uh, Martin, can you come explain it to us, please? No, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. If you want to, you can. <laughs> please. Uh, 
but again he was messing with her money mm-hmm. um and then i said the same thing that um both dr wall and dr uh, jones have said is that they're both playing games mm-hmm. you know he had broke her defenses down like you said and she was just like oh this is so cute not realizing like no b this is stalkerish yes <laughs> but you could tell at this moment that it was something else going on behind them eyes mm-hmm. she had a little pace to her step and like should i do this i know what happened last time should i go down this path <laughs> yeah again? right and it's because when i was telling dr wild earlier like i i guess like i knew she was playing games with him throughout the whole time but i, I like what what was it about that scene that point in in being in that master bedroom that it was like okay I'm I think it was it the, ba- the, the the crystal. Baby, and that's what Dr. Wall was I saying I think it earlier. was the crystal. Because what it... You paid the, attention to me. Right. On the surface, mm-hmm. it looks like you paid attention to me. Mm-hmm. And something that I found valuable. Because she almost had a conniption fit when he knocked that thing over mm-hmm. in her office. Mm-hmm. But uh, he also sacrificed himself. Because that was expensive. And he said it. He said that put, that put a brother back or something. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So I think on the surface, that's what happened. She saw like, oh, okay, well, if he willing to go through all that trouble. Mm. See, again, this is when people start falling for the representative. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, So then after that, you know, is a kind of montage scene Mm -hmm. of different, you know, kind of scenes where they're dating, it appears like. Mm -hmm. And what I was saying is, you know, he didn't really fit in her world, nor did she At really all. fit into his world. Because mm-hmm. um, I was thinking about when, she, I guess they went to lunch or something and, you know, some men that she mm-hmm. knew. and they, some businessmen. Some businessmen and they, completely. they yep. completely ignored him. Yeah, yeah I would say I did not like that because I'm like, girl, get them in check, mm-hmm. please. Well, she didn't even turn around to introduce him. That's my, that's my point because mm-hmm. I'm like, that's just foul. If you're going to bring him on your um, office, not office business meetings like allow him to have a seat at the table Mm -hmm. (laughs) not just out there but you know the scene that kind of had me thinking some other things was at the close to the end of the montage where they were getting the fried fish Mm -hmm. and she was like oh this takes me back and i was like take me back to my my roots roots. i was like like, okay "Mm -hmm." so you got some other roots we don't know about Mm -hmm. a part of you was fronting that, mm-hmm. And that makes sense why you can play this game with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought that too. I was like, take you back to your roots. So you guys a little bit street smarts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but mm-hmm. it's kind of that idea that, you know, people talk about like once you make it mm. and you kind of lose your connection to, you know, that part of life. Your so if you grew sense. up in a low or if you grew up in a low SES area and mm-hmm. you, you start making money, you know, they sometimes say you forget where you come from. What's mm-hmm. SES for the listeners? Sorry. <laughs> uh, socioeconomic status or uh, <laughs> how much money you make. Mm-hmm. So the richer you get, sometimes, you know, kind of in um, the further away the, you yeah, get from our, your roots. Yeah, kind of in so a typical speak. social circle, we say, you know, you forget where you come from. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, you, you leave the hood behind. Um, and that that's kind of what it made me think when she said it make, you know gets mm-hmm. me back to my roots like yeah. oh were you old country girl that you know right. and this is what your grandma used to cook but then you know you married up hmm. yeah that's and interesting. then you started eating you know nishwa salad <laughs> or nakoi salad <laughs> <laughs> 
Boo your bays. Okay, you started eating all that fancy, you know, ceviche mm-hmm. stuff. Charcuterie boards. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and you, you know, fried catfish, you know, is just not your thing no more. French fries. And French fries. so delicious. It do. Because I couldn't tell if it was a... It was fish or was, fries or onion ring. She was eating fries. Oh, okay. but in the box it looked like it was a uh, a fish plate. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Mm. It had that little light bread, mm. <laughs> even though it's it's white bread. But it had that little light bread on top to soak up that grease. It did. My my Tennessee roots is coming out, y'all. It's hilarious. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> then after this is uh, they're riding horses. Oh lord. Oh God, this was hilarious. <laughs> I've seen this happen to somebody when I was in Brazil, y'all. <laughs> Girl, this was about to happen to me on a work retreat one time. Oh Lord. And I was like, I was literally talking to uh, Derek about this the other day. We had saw something on TV about horses. And I was like, you don't realize how big horses are until you standing next to one. And they were on some big ones. Like, mm-hmm. I'm like, horses are huge. They are. Like, they don't look so big on TV, but, boy, when you standing next to one, you'd be like, wait. This is a whole animal. Yeah, like, this thing is, like, <laughs> like eight feet tall. Oh, God. Like, like what in the world? <laughs> um, So, of course, you know, he's on a runaway horse. Mm-hmm. Not Bidmo holding on to nothing. And, Lord, be glad you did not break your neck. Oh, my God. Because falling off of a horse that's at a speed. Long- fall Oof. i mean that's what happened to christopher reeve he fell off a horse and, and um broke his neck mm. and they was never super again mm-hmm. so i was like be glad you landed on your shoulder mm-hmm. and i'm surprised he didn't break it mm-hmm. he had dirt off in his <laughs> mouth <laughs> it is like, hair it is beard it's like lord <laughs> but they kept it real though uh-huh. they did because that's that's really what you're gonna look like yeah um Oof. and I said, man, again, I felt two ways about this scene. Of course, the first one was like, I appreciate her trying to expose him to mm-hmm. other things other things, and, you know, bring him into her world. Mm-hmm. Um, he needed some lessons first. Though. He did. And he shouldn't have lied and said that he knew how to ride a horse. Right. He probably had never even seen one. <laughs> he only been riding them stallions. <laughs> them ghetto stallions. Okay. <laughs> I was like, okay, whatever. Um, but I said this was her first sign of emotional instability. Because when she yanked him up. Mm-hmm. I, I said the same thing. When she, girl, that was like him, her yanking a little five-year-old. Okay. And I said he should have set a boundary right, right then. then. Yep. Mm. I, I said the same thing. Because she yanked him. And he, like, he almost fell. Mm-hmm. Scared the horse. Mm-hmm. The horse back, the real horse, not like the fake horse in the scene, but like the real horse was like, let me step away from y'all. Y'all doing a little too much. Okay. Because <laughs> I said, ooh, she yanked him. Mm-hmm. Okay. I said, but yeah, he should have corrected that in the moment. And I said, this is what started setting the stage for her, the rest of her behavior going forward. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. it was like, you know, that possessiveness and control. Mm-hmm. It definitely was. But you know, in this scene, I hated to see the flip in him where he started coercing her, mm. which is under the umbrella of sexual abuse and assault. Mm-hmm. And he guilted her for not being willing to go ahead and take them draws off. Like he, mm-hmm. like it, ugh, he, it pit, just, he, he pitted her against herself. It was mm-hmm. straight up transference. I was, yeah. I was getting ready to say he straight up gaslit her. Yes. He did. 
It was so bad, y'all. My yeah, nerves. It, it made me cringe. I was like, wait, Martin. I mean, Darnell, stop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he did. She, I'm, I'm glad that she stuck with her boundary in the scene. Mm-hmm. Um, and she says, I don't remember what Darnell said, but she her line was, horses don't disappoint people. Disappoint you, people do. Mm-hmm. Which, uh, he he asked her. He said, "Oh, so you trust this more than you trust me? This mom, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah." And it remi- it reminds and she me, was like, yes, mm-hmm. yes, because it's an animal. Mm-hmm. They're predictable. It reminds me of that same scene uh, that was in uh, Boomerang with Halle Berry and mm-hmm. uh, Eddie Murphy. Marcus, Marcus, <laughs> 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 yeah. And I was thinking in this scene as well, I said, this is when the tides start turning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it, again, this is very much like Boomerang as well. When it was a power shift. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And that's literally what I wrote. I said, the, the power dynamic changed. Mm-hmm. Like in that moment. And again, this goes back to that thin line between love and hate. Like in just that moment between him falling off a horse and him gaslighting her about not having sex with him immediately he lost started losing power in that relationship hmm. from that moment forward mm-hmm. he didn't realize it because essentially she lost physical power but she gained mental mm-hmm. so they flip-flopped what they were controlling because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. uh, she was trying to communicate that she had trust issues which i was like she so serious ones while right mm-hmm. now while she is definitely she is thrown off in this film so we are not gonna downplay that <laughs> But what I appreciate is the entire time she tried to communicate to you, look, I'm thrown off. Right. Like she tried the whole time. She did. She, she did, did exactly what her therapist probably told her to do. Mm-hmm. Be open and vulnerable, but also set your boundaries and communicate what you have been through. Yep. He wasn't trying to hear that. And every that. time it was like, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> and she's like, but, but, but. And I hate when they do that in movies. I have something that I want to tell you, but wait, let me go first. Mm-hmm. and then the other person never says the thing that they because what the other person said has now kind of just shut you down mm-hmm. or something mm-hmm. yeah i hate that in movies mm-hmm. if we were ever going to talk about you know plot scenes and things like that uh so then the next one is mia and um darnell darnell thank you because <laughs> you know my brain was like um mia and darnell playing basketball mm-hmm and I was like, this really is a throwback to the 90s. Because I was like, where did Reggie come from? <laughs> like, he just pulled up out of nowhere. He probably knew because Peaches probably told him. Because, you know, Peaches did not like Darnell. Darnell. I almost said Marcus. <laughs> did not like Darnell at all. So she probably did when he probably called on his car phone. Because he probably the only person in in the t- neighborhood <laughs> got one. I know. Because I was like, <laughs> you know, this wasn't like you could just call somebody and be like, where are you? Where are you at? Oh, wait a minute. No, they did have car phones. But it was the big ones. No, I know. But they they had car phones because Martin um, Darnell had one in his truck. He did. Yeah. But this this is before like cell phones. So it yeah. wasn't like, you know, because so funny. <laughs> Another segue. I was just watching this video on about on YouTube about the Internet and, you know, kind of shower thoughts about the internet and one of the funny things they were talking about is the question where are you (laughs) probably was not a question that was ever really asked before cell phones Mm. because you would have just waited Mm. like if we let's say you know i'm gonna meet dr jones and dr wall at um pf chang's and we we gonna meet there four o'clock 
there's no way for me to verify nope. if you're coming, if something's happened to you, you know, you just got to sit there and wait and see if they show up. Unless you get that good page at 911. Right. <laughs> Which he did have a page. <laughs> uh, so I was like, that's so weird to think that that the question, where are you is really kind of, you know, not that it was invented by cell phones, but the idea of being able to track where a person is, is fairly new to cell phones. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what kind of th- threw me off when he just pulled up at the basketball court. And I was like, well, was nice how did he know Ferrari. that she was mm-hmm. was there? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, testosterone uh, 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 <laughs> got <laughs> started yeah. out and go put sit yep. up under the tree. Mm-hmm. Cause now she's gonna go give attention to the other man. Mm-hmm. They go on a little date. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So then she runs back over to him and is basically like, like, what's your problem? Mm-hmm. Why are you sitting under the shade? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. So then he asks her, "Does she trust him?" And mm-hmm. she laid the uh, once again. I loved her response. Laid the truth out for him and basically said, "I trust you to be who you are." Mm-hmm. Which is exactly how, what you should do in all relationships. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She said, "You a player, mm-hmm. and you take care of your mama, and I trust you to do both of those things." Mm-hmm. Wow, that was that was so profound to me. <laughs> and then he gonna sit there looking shocked, like, mm-hmm. "How dare I you say believe- that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you just gonna put me on front street like that?" Yes, blankety blank. <laughs> That's I why am. You love her because she real with you, and she don't change the fact that she still love you, um, but she also don't cross a certain boundary with you mm-hmm. either. And she know, like, to me, she she knew I'm not getting ready to make no steps with you until I see something different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, MF, you waiting on me? Essentially, mm. I'm not waiting on you. Bam! Mm. How how you like them apples? Look how much that little simple little scene communicated. Because mm-hmm. that's really like you just said. Until I see something different yeah. in you, mm-hmm. so you really waiting on me. Step your game up and get left. Right. Okay. So then the next thing is them back at Chocolate City. Mm-mm. You're not gonna skip over my scene. Oh, what was that? When T had his auditions. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Yes. I was like, you come <laughs> you on. You better dance by Brown. <laughs> yes. Over there did. popping. I see you. That they girl almost looking for... knocked him out with her feet. Well, <laughs> she did. I was like, I wonder if that was like, you know how sometimes a scene is a mistake. I think it was. And they just keep it. Because uh-huh. <laughs> it looked, like, it looked natural. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I like the fact that he, he was, he danced with all genres. You know, the the first lady, she wasn't black. Uh, if she was, she was light, really light-skinned. And then it was an older woman, and it was a bigger woman. Mm-hmm. And you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. Everybody got the love uh-huh. in multiple styles of dance. Yeah. Only the, the dance people going to know that, but you get what I'm saying. Like, it was mm-hmm. all over the place. Right. Yeah. That was a good scene. Yeah. Because he was like, uh, pumps and a bump, pumps and a bump. <laughs> <laughs> he was straight up. What what was one of his hot songs where he danced with her? My Prerogative or whatever. Every like, little step bump. Mm-hmm. You y'all I still know their routine every little step um, we'll be together <laughs> <laughs> we gonna get a camera one day y'all we, we will camera. <laughs> yes just like our person that commented on uh 
was it iTunes? Mm-hmm. It was said, iTunes. We need a YouTube. Yeah. Shout out to you because we trying to get there. And yeah. we do have a YouTube, everybody. Yeah. We just, it's going to be the audio versions until we get, you know, the studio set up the way we like it and get all the equipment mm-hmm. in. Mm-hmm. Because y'all will get to see our shenanigans <laughs> up in hills. <laughs> so then after their uh, auditions for strip, uh, I mean, exotic dancers, <laughs> the Go-Go's. <laughs> I was like, well, he corrected that real quick. Uh-huh. Um, they are back at the Chocolate City. Mm-hmm. Um, and I said, the first thing I wrote here, this is why communication is so important. <laughs> because uh, Brandy shows up. Ugh. At the at yeah, the club, she did, uh, and she's like, you know, basically, like, look, I I heard you, mm-hmm. and you know, I kind of want to, I'm ready to make this more official. Uh, but she calls him her man, Ooh. and I was like, and that's Gal. what I put down. I was like, you showed up from after y'all both manipulated and gaslit each other. Now calling this man your man. And I don't recall no conversation that y'all were uh, monogamous. And that's why I said communication is so important. Because you out here calling this man your man. We don't go together. <laughs> we ain't even had that conversation. Mm-hmm. of t- We ain't had the conversation of like, if we just dating, are mm-hmm. we just going to keep talking? Mm. Yeah. But I... I agreed with what he said to her. Like, I'm not your man. But I was like, oh, there's still this air of like, you're trying to manipulate her because he was talking about like, if you was my woman. That's, that's the part I didn't like. Yeah. Because it it was, it was a ploy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not him genuinely saying I'm hurt because you treated me like this on our, our failed riding expedition. Yeah. No, it's because I still need to get you to win this bet. Right. Right. It was. It, it wasn't like if I was your man, we would be over here talking and you know dancing, or we wouldn't even be in this club. I would have done took you out on a date or something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you were my woman, we would be sleeping together. Oh, so that's the only defining factor. Well, then all these women that you out here talking about is your woman. Hmm. And that ain't enough. Cause, uh, Nick, you said you know you opened yourself up to all this. When you got the draw, when you got the draws, dog. <laughs> in your Tommy voice. Yes. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. Um, so if that's the case, if that's the defining factor, then you got a whole lot of women out here. Mm-hmm. Sister wives. Yes. Back on that. But then in the midst of them talking, Mia and Reggie Pete. show up. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. You know, they kind of fix yeah, yeah. <laughs> with his biscuit dinner which should should have given him his second clue of sh- she's possessive she crazy because she wouldn't shake uh mia's hand when mia tried to be nice or whatever although i guess she was peeping game and seeing how you he know, was reacting to reacting her. to her but at the end of the day you see she with a whole man right yeah Mm-hmm. right i thought that too i was like mm. and i what i wrote in my notes was envy jealousy and possessiveness is a powerful thing mm-hmm. and that combination mm-hmm. together can it, be deadly ooh. and then you got this boy coercing you mm-hmm. it snapped the show snapped <laughs> is real and, <laughs> and it don't take much yeah. mm-hmm. people don't really understand playing with somebody's emotions 
Gosh. Like, just be you because it's somebody out there that is cool with whatever it is that you cool with. You mm-hmm. ain't got to do all this lying and mm-hmm. manipulation. Yeah. But you saw all them things pop up in that moment right there. And, and I was like, yeah, man, he don't know what he got himself into. And then he took it further and took uh, Mia on the dance floor. Do you know this girl crazy? <laughs> and on top of that, I was like, Mia, why are you letting him take you on the dance floor when you know you peeped that? Because she's very observant. And you with Reggie. <laughs> I know. I was like, boy. Mia, you doing wrong too. Yes. You doing wrong. You're Only doing person wrong. in this scene was doing right was Reggie. <laughs> okay. And where were you? No. Where were you? Why you ain't out there? He, on the he dance came floor? and got her though. He said, I'm cutting in. Can I dance <laughs> with you my see Martin, he was, he I mean, uh, book, Darnell was like <laughs> trying to right. get him out the way. Right. And he was like, uh, no, I'm getting about I'm getting in on this man. Right. Um <laughs> so then, you know, of course, uh Brandy leaves at some point. You know, she mad. She's mad, and she you can see. That's why I said, man, Lynn Whitfield is a great actress because mm-hmm. you can see the like that the vein, the flip happening. The, mm-hmm. Like you can literally see. I'm sorry, I'm so loud in the mic, y'all. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like you can literally see this on this woman's face. Yeah, her like, facial yeah. expression like was something, classic. Something is turning. Yes, in her, and I was like, man, I don't know what diagnosis this is, but she is playing the mess out of it. Because it's happening in real time. First of all, she got a personality disorder. disorder. I don't know which <laughs> one it is. She's either antisocial, which is kind of rare for women, or borderline. I wasn't sure about the borderline. Because I was like, she's definitely about to have a psychotic break in about three, yeah. two, one. one. <laughs> yeah. Because I was like, you can see it happening. Mm-hmm. And for y'all out there, you know, a great actor uh, or actress can show you what true like mental health looks like yeah and that and she did a brilliant job um showing Mm -hmm. you know when someone has when they have trauma and and her trauma was healed it was still look like that and i I was getting ready to say uh ptsd instead of yes because you can definitely see that ptsd Mm -hmm. coming right on out it's an automatic trigger yes she's technically about to trauma bond with darnell not mm-hmm. martin darnell mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep i was like oh it's coming i said boy that tsunami is is rearing up he and down there dancing on the dance floor you about to get this whole club <laughs> blew up okay <laughs> literally um so then you know the club kind of shuts down and mm-mm. it's mm-mm. the scene with uh me and reggie where she friend zones oh him. she oh, did yeah. friend zone him she she did <laughs> which i was like you I mean, see you playing games him. too i would have dated I, him hard i thought she was i was i thought that was i didn't like that about her i did appreciate that she did put him in the friend zone and it but was you, very nice too. it was nice but you i mean you kind of led that on though yeah. yeah you kissed him at the recently right you kissed him at the basketball court mm-hmm. and then you turned around i'm assuming it was that night because that's just the yeah. way it looked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, so why are you kissing this man? And then at the club, you're going to say, I just want to be friends. Like, again, this is how you get hurt out yeah. here in these yes. streets, people. And this is the scene we were talking about where he was like, but can we still be friends? Or I, I still want to stay connected to you because I think you're a great person or something like that, he says. Mm-hmm. And then you look up 
and Darnell, Darnell is looking, but obviously can't hear what is said because you see him getting more and more jealous mm-hmm. about what's going on in Mia's relationship, but he doesn't realize she's just friend zoned uh, Reggie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't particularly care for that. Yeah. I, again, I appreciated her finally coming to terms and being honest but my thing is you knew you wanted to be just friends with this man back then when you when you kissed the first him date. the two piece yeah, yeah. right <laughs> when you got the chicken biscuit yeah. <laughs> and yeah. then y'all there's a whole fight that breaks out with a uh, debo did, i don't know i don't know what that scene was about it's just drunken just showing club probably yeah because i was like this you could have cut okay. it out yeah this could have been cut because but. first of all it is no way Darnell would have been able to punch Debo. I mean, I mean, he did suck a punch. That ain't him. his name. <laughs> that wasn't his name. Yeah, Lester. That was Tiny. Tiny Lester. Yeah. Yeah. It ain't no way he would have been able to punch him out like that. Well, you saw it was mm. three or four of them on him. Yeah. After after Darnell punched him. Like he didn't, square in the I jaw. Mean, I mean, he didn't knock him out. He literally <laughs> just shocked him. Right. And then people dog yeah. piled. Right, so. right. It was more like this fool really just punched me. <laughs> like, how you gonna hit Debo? I okay. mean, y'all know I'm name. more apt to think yeah. that T, Bobby Brown, would have did that because of who yes. he was. Yeah. Yes. That would have made that, more sense. That, right. That that shocked me that he didn't because he was the first one to go grab him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, that was an interesting scene. That's why I didn't write it down because I was like, eh, this doesn't fit with it the did, flow. Yeah, it didn't fit with the flow of the movie. Like, it was just this weird, like, okay, um, but then the club kind of shuts down and it's a bunch of the staff as well as, um, Darnell and T and doing their Jerome singing. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> but Bobby can actually yeah. sing. Yes, right? yes. Which I was like, why are you not really singing? But right, okay. Right. You know, all right. <laughs> um, and they were having this like drunken man bonding moment <laughs> with her talking about women. And As usual. Yes. And how you have to like control a woman. <sighs> well, first Bobby Brown talking about, well, women are freakier than men. Mm. I concur. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all be surprised what go on in the sex therapy sessions. I concur with that statement. Mm-hmm. But, and so his, I guess his essential point was that if you can get them to have sex with you without saying I love you mm-hmm. then that's golden yeah they'll you know open up everything and give you all the stuff mm-hmm. uh, but the guy Earl right yeah mm-hmm. I felt two ways about his statement I kind of felt like it hurt my heart because I feel like some of what he said was true. It was, it was true. It was yeah. very insightful. It was. It was. Um. So basically, it was kind of like the more you dog a person out, mm-hmm. like the more attached to you they become. Yeah, um, it's the chase. Mm-hmm. I think it's the chase, and and because even with um even with Darnell, he seemed. Now, granted, because we know the end of the movie, we know essentially what what it was. But he seemed interested in her as long as he had to chase. Like, if she could have made him chase her a little bit longer, mm-hmm. it, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know if it would have changed. It would have never been a relationship, but um, it that flip wouldn't have happened. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so as they're finishing up this con- uh, conversation, Brandy hits him on the... On, on the, the pager. <laughs> Give me no one, one. 
Yes. I'm sorry. I was going to say she hit him on the two-way, but nope, it was an actual uh, pager. Yep. <laughs> and <Malibu>. she <laughs> sent him her address. I didn't know what she said. He said 333. That was the area code. Mm-hmm. Because I think he already knew because I think they had been dating. Yeah, but towards the end when Mia and T are driving to the house, she said 333. There it is right there. Oh, yeah. And I was like, well, because I thought it was the area code, too. And I was like, well, was it the area code or the house number? He, well, she I did say that. It's been so long since we had pages. I don't remember what all they could do. Me neither. Because I thought it was literally only I numbers. It was numbers. And you could, the, like, make your numbers, like, spell, spell out stuff. stuff. But mm-hmm. but it, uh, what was the, the one, the flip one? It was one. You too far ahead. Oh. Them the 2000s. Oh, went right. too far. No, I think, yeah, I think you did think like a sidekick or yeah, something. It, yeah, that's mm-hmm. what it, yeah, sidekick. Yeah, that's like early 2000s. Yeah, he had 2000s. The old school where he said, oh, okay. Yeah, like he had a pager, like okay. a real one. Um, But he shows up to Brandy's house and somehow she don't lock her doors. And he just walked right on in. What? No, he rung the doorbell. Yeah, later yeah. he later he just walked yeah. in. Yeah. Uh so he he bing 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 and uh she in the mirror talking herself up. Trying to get herself ready for this for situation. this situation. Yeah. So and she this was entanglement. really <laughs> <laughs> tangling in the machines. <laughs> Literally. Uh and she's sitting there like really giving herself a pep talk, like, girl, you got this. You can trust. Just trust. That's all you gotta do. Have fun. Just have fun. Relax. Mm. Relax your muscles. All the stuff she had to do to go through this getting her mind ready to be in what she was thinking was gonna be a relationship. Mm-hmm. Now her 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 negligee. Because <laughs> <laughs> you got it because you know it was negligee back then. Uh-huh. Yes. Was her lingering. Yes. I was like, I want one of those. Okay. <laughs> Like, I don't know who I'm aware it for, but I want one. <laughs> <laughs> Preparation. Um, exactly. And I was like, boy, she is the epitome of wrong time and wrong place. Mm-hmm. Um, but before they get to the bed, you know, they on the couch. And, of course, he doing his thing, trying to really, like. Oh, this that, scene, that he was whole just scene all, was so gross to me. He was all over her yes and she's steady trying to like back him off of her back him off of her and explain to him like look there's a lot that you don't know about me (laughs) serious stuff when somebody first of all make sure you get to know somebody but when somebody tells you that takes 50 steps back Mm -hmm. and have a conversation to get to know who they talk who they trying to tell you they are right yeah you know, another part of this that stood out in my mind, I don't know if y'all caught this, but, you know, for y'all that don't know, Martin Lawrence is a darker-complected black man, and then Lynn uh, Whitfield is a uh, lighter, very lighter-complected uh, uh, black woman. But he had on all white. She had on all black. Mm-hmm. I saw and that, but I, was I didn't, like, like, key in on it, though. I was like, is this, are they having a, like, little juxtaposition between, like, the light oh, and dark, the, the good and evil? That's inside of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, get it with the. <laughs> I be trying the, sometimes. Yeah, uh, the symbolism. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I was like, oh lord, <laughs> oh lord. I no. didn't peep that. That's I saw good... the black and the white, I, but yeah. I didn't. I didn't associate yeah. in all black like the old man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How your friend saying this is my. <laughs> um. Yeah, but now that you say that, I'm like, mm-hmm. he yeah. did have on all white, mm-hmm. all white, mm-hmm. like Gucci down to the socks. You know, I mean. <laughs> Yeah, I was like all white. I don't know many men out here wearing all 
white. But anyway, yeah, you make a valid point there. Mm -hmm. But, you know, the whole time she's basically like literally pushing this man off of her. And he is like a dog and heat on her. Mm. Uh, He's so close to the finish line. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And he does. And she's basically like, do you trust me? I mean, you know, can I trust you? Do you know, she's asking him all of these questions. Those series of questions were so in my mind so inappropriate for where they were in their relationship yes yeah and that goes to show you shouldn't be having sex with this man if you don't know these answers do not jeopardize your progress mm-hmm. with your mental stuff that you got going on okay for mm-hmm. just to to keep him right mm-hmm. and that's something that happens all the time mm-hmm. and one thing she gave him an out when yes. she asked him if he had feelings for somebody else, yes, she gave him an out because the, you know, I know we shouldn't be saying crazy, but socially that's what most people would say. The crazy train hadn't left the station yet. No, she was it was still, rearing, it was rearing up now. Mm-hmm. Like it was definitely rearing up, she but was it just hadn't left. The, mm-hmm. uh, and she gave you an out, and you didn't take it. But I also Multiple. fault her because she should have paid attention to her instincts. Yeah, true absolutely mm-hmm. she felt something was off mm-hmm. yeah i um did y'all see that uh meme that i posted this week about um the hardest thing is not trusting other people it's oh, mm-hmm. after you've been hurt but mm-hmm. it's actually learning to trust yourself again mm-hmm. after you went against your own instincts so. yeah and that's exactly what she did and that's one of the things i tell my clients all the time it's not you don't start off forgiving someone else you have to forgive you Mm -hmm. and learn how to trust you again from the from the mistakes that you made Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and I tell my clients you have a gut for a reason yes Yes. we have a gut reaction because it tells you something is off now that gut doesn't mean it's always accurate it just is something for you to pay attention to because your body is saying like "Mm." somebody doesn't feel right Mm -hmm. now you can decide once you've kind of processed it looked at it on whether that gut reaction was just reactionary Mm -hmm. or whether it was a true thing that you need to be um be aware of and get away from Mm -hmm. yeah and men like to say that women have uh those intuitions and gut instincts but men have them too everybody do if you're a human Mm -hmm. well if you not a human everybody got instincts Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so pay attention to him mm-hmm. yeah uh and then she asked the final question <laughs> that put the nail in the coffin for his behind do you love me and he sat there he thought about it for a second hmm. and then he uttered them words yeah, yeah 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 i love you i love you and i was mad i was too. i was like don't do it but i was like throw back to what t said he told him, you're going to have to say I love you. Mm-hmm. To get that, yeah. Because mm-hmm. he, again, this woman was out of his league. And he knew it. He was like, no, nah, you want to tell her you love her. Mm-hmm. And he did. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, I wonder, like, if these were real people. Like, is he going back to, like, oh, man, T was right. Mm-hmm. Shoot. Yeah. What am I going to do now? You know, from a sex therapist's perspective, I was looking at this scene and I was like, oh, his foreplay game is whack. <laughs> I was like, oh, dude, you just, you don't read the room well. Like, you just, mm-mm. she crying. Right. Like, crying, crying. Like, she over here silently crying. Like, something is not right. Yeah. So, my thing is, it's like, you you are definitely not self-aware. 
No. Mm-mm. Because you are seeing this woman in tears and you you are still pushing forward to try to have sex. Mm-hmm. Instead of talking about the brokenness and the hurt that she has experienced that you about to bring back out that she displaying. Well, it goes back to kind of what we said a little bit earlier about using people as objects. Mm-hmm. You know, she was fulfilling a purpose and a role. And it I don't know if that purpose was conquest hmm. um, to prove, yeah. you know, that he had that he was the man, essentially, or or what but she was serving a purpose and that became the all encompassing. So you're not even like a real person to me really at this point. Yeah. You're just a goal. You're a target. Mm hmm. Hmm. Um, and the whole time he was kissing her after he said, I love you. She was just saying, I'm scared. And I was like this, that was really the part that just was like, Oh, how can, Mm-hmm. I don't even know how your body functioning right now. Right. Right. Like, either. how are you getting aroused? And she's sitting here saying, I'm scared. I'm scared. I'm scared. Right. That is so much trauma right there. Mm-hmm. Oh, and something she said in the mumblings of the kisses is, it's not good for, for me, me to, to be, be hurt. hurt. Oh, yeah. I wrote so that down, too. You better mm-hmm. warn him. Right. Mm-hmm. He wasn't listening, but you better warn him. Yeah, I said, boy, you just hit that final nail. And not only did you hit the nail into the final nail into the coffin, you countersunk that joint. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like you was just like, you know what, for good measure, let me go ahead and hit that one more time. Mm-hmm. Um, so then, you know, they start uh, their sex scene. And <laughs> <laughs> then, again, when I said this is the definition of wrong place, wrong time. None of this should have been communicated in this moment. N- none no. of the following discussion <laughs> should have happened at that time. Which was also an opportunity for his second out. It was. Of the night. Mm-hmm. Um, because she starts trying to tell him, you know, he trying to do his thing. He he ready. He like, oh, my God, we naked. We in, in the bed is about to go down. Because mm. we saw all Lynn's little rosy nipples and stuff. Okay. Yep. Said, naked. Okay, Bucket naked <laughs> for y'all that have seen Players Club. Uh, <laughs> R.I.P. <laughs> Bernie Mac, yes. Um, and I was like, he's so focused again on the target. Yep. Mm. And she like, you know what? I got something I need to tell you. And uh, what's playing? Is it a thin line? It's a thin line. Was that playing in the background? No, I, it was another song. I can't remember. But it was a. It's a. Com- it's a not common. A very popular nineties. Because mm-hmm. uh, before they got it was it was like a trend because uh, computer love beat was right there yeah mm-hmm. but it was another song attached to it yeah but she proceeds to tell Darnell that you know her previous her ex husband or her husband rather um, was abusive towards her and she killed him <laughs> and that's when the record scratched. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, which I don't know why you would ever choose that moment to tell the person you're sleeping with that you killed somebody. And see, I, I figured the reason why she told him then was because look, I'm getting ready to give you my body mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I need to go ahead and reveal this to you so that if you going to walk, yeah, go on and walk. I definitely think it was but- from the perspective of she was trying to, save him from not being okay with her uh-huh. that is 
the last time she cared about him. Right. <laughs> like what he thought. And I, I still say it was an inappropriate yeah, time. Inappropriate. I agree with what both of you guys are saying. It's just that ain't the time, sis. You should have said that on the couch. You should have right. said that a long time ago. Yes. Right. You should have been saying that at dinner somewhere. Right. Mm-hmm. But if you're going to say it before, you should. Why you just, you said you were scared. Go on, tell them. Don't I'm tell scared them. because I killed my husband. And I don't know if I'm going to have to kill you. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> but the way he got up off of her. He he rolled away, but she went right with him. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. But you not getting away. Yes. Yep. They got entangled in them sheets. <laughs> the power of the ninety. <laughs> um, and you know, I fell for him in that moment because mm-hmm. I was like, "What do you do?" Like literally, like if you if somebody just told you that they killed somebody, even if it was because they were being abused, but like. You need oh. to take a minute. Yeah, right. like, hold on, wait. You what? Right. We got to stop all activities, and we got to talk at least mm-hmm. before I got to leave. Like, right. Like, I might have to leave. Let me let me leave and process this so I can see, like, what how I feel about this. Yeah, because I think at that moment, she still wouldn't have snapped. Right. Because she gave, like Dr. Jones said, she gave him another out. Because mm-hmm. she said, are you do you see me differently or something like to that effect? Yeah. I do remember that. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was like, no, no. I mean, if he was abusive, you got to kill him. Right. And I'm you, like, you're, you valid- yes. you're validating, <laughs> you're validating the behavior. You're validating it. And you're saying it was okay. Yep. Like you're, you're saying like, no, I basically what she's hearing is, well, I would have done the same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If somebody being abusive, you got to kill him. And you just gave her permission to kill you. Mm hmm. If you do the same thing. The, yep. Because you said it was okay. Un, you, you didn't know you was communicating all that, but hmm. that's what you was communicating. Um, And then he let his southern region think for him. Hmm. I mean, she was on him, y'all. It wasn't no escaping. She was. But if somebody, if you want somebody up off of you. I mean, I would have escaped. Yeah. Right. But I'm saying he, for him, he was, it was no escaping because he was looking like, uh, Marcus was looking mm-hmm. when, when Robin cover, got him. Right, when that cover head, he was like, what? <laughs> "Oh my god, <laughs> I feel like a trick." Um, so then you know they went on through with the deed, mm-hmm. and again he countersunk that nail mm-hmm. <laughs> even further. Like, no, he hit that nail so far that the coffin just exploded. Like, it just was like, "That's it." Mm-hmm. Yeah, like yeah. you, you done, bro. Um. And I was like, there's a lot of symbolism in that scene as well um, about, you know, things that are going to come true. Hmm. Yeah. Like, you just didn't know it, guy. Mm-hmm. So then after that, um, there's a small little short scene with um, Darnell and Smitty. Uh-uh. He goes downstairs in the middle of the night. Oh, to call, to what's call his name? T. <laughs> call T. Mm-hmm. He did. Why and Ugh. that's what I was telling Doctor Wall earlier. Why would you open up the refrigerator to hide behind? It's not like it's soundproof. Cause he didn't watch eighties and nineties horror films. I was like, <laughs> that's a that was a pure plot device. That yeah. was all it was for her to jump scare him. Mm-hmm. But cause there wasn't unless you was gonna get some water. But I don't know why you continued to talk with and not like do that at the same time because right. it's a cordless mm-hmm. phone. Mm-hmm. But you can tell, like. She called him, but he had a great uh, alibi, I almost said lullaby, a great alibi, and they had sex again, 
And in the middle mm-hmm. of the night, because don't no black man in these films sleep during the night, <laughs> he throws her hand off of his body with these the the pointer finger and the middle <laughs> finger and rolls over like I'm done with you. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, because like, she's sleeping with him in a chokehold. Mm-hmm. She got that arm around that neck, good. And then he started thinking about Mia. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, he did the uh, the Marcus. He rolled over and he was like. I wish y'all could see the face, but he was like, mm-hmm. like he he knew in that moment, like I done messed up, mm-hmm. I completely messed up. And Mia's voice is in his head. I expect you to do exactly mm-hmm. what I know you gonna do. Mm-hmm. So then is the scene with him and Smitty, mm-hmm. uh, which was a, a little weird scene as well. But uh, so they're talking about, I'm assuming man things. And basically how he's trying to say, you know, I like being out playing the field and asking uh, Smitty, like, you don't ever, you don't kind of want to step out on, on your wife, which is a weird question to ask somebody. Um, <laughs> and See, I think he was trying not to lose faith. Mm. That's what I think it was. I think he had been thinking, oh, I done did this, but the person I really want is this person. Like, I think he was trying to inquire from an older person mm-hmm. that lived his lifestyle, like what? I should do, but mm-hmm. obviously that went to hell in a handbasket. He didn't ask yeah. the question right. He didn't. <laughs> uh, and uh, Smitty gave him, you know, a mini life lesson on, you know, <laughs> yeah, there's all kind of little girls, little tenderonies uh, that I wouldn't mind taking a peek at, but I love my wife. And what that would do to her. Mm-hmm. And I love the life that we they built. built. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I would never tear that down for a young girl. Yeah, he says, uh, life is about choices. The older your mind gets, the better choices your member <laughs> makes. Johnson. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and then Brandy pulls up in her limo. Stunting. Huh. Stunting. I said, man, what kind of real estate business is this woman running? I know. To she be able it. to afford all this stuff. She and take him on the shopping spree. <laughs> a full on shopping spree designer Ta- i was about to say tailor made mm-hmm. custom made because they was measuring him yes mm-hmm. um and she pull up and basically is like get in the car boy hmm. if you if hey i want my man to look good either wear wear nothing or wear the best mm-hmm. <laughs> so then here hmm. he go like a little puppy dog on the shopping spree on the shopping spree she talking about some, my member ain't that old. <laughs> yeah, he did say <laughs> he that did. to uh, Smitty. And and I was like, see, again, there goes that power dynamic, mm. complete shift. Mm-hmm. Like, all the control was on in her court at that point. So, you know, they have the little scene where they getting him fitted for his suits and stuff, and she is buying all kinds of gifts. And on the way, I don't know where they're driving to, but she basically told told him, like, look, you ain't got to work. You ain't got to do nothing. I will take care of you. She pulled his man. Car. I will fund <laughs> your lifestyle so that you can spend all of your time with me. Ooh, that's scary. That, girl, you took it right on out of my head. <laughs> she said, I'll buy you a club. Like, not I'll buy you, like, you know, a, like the suit she just bought. I will buy you a club. Wherever you want. Wherever you- Milan, <laughs> Paris. Um, Miami. <laughs> New York. Wait a minute. I said, what? That's why I said, what kind of real estate business she got? Mm. Uh, She said, I can afford it. And it seemed like it won't going to be a a none but a thing to her. Right. She's going to write off on taxes. 
and then I think that was um, Darnell's first introduction. I don't know why the scene with the horses wasn't his first, his first introduction, but this was the first moment he was like, hold up, wait, mm. something ain't right with that. Mm-hmm. He was like, now we can't spend all our time together. Mm-hmm. And she basically like, uh, no, brother. But she knew she was pushing too hard. That's why she made that concession about, mm-hmm. okay, okay, okay. Drop me off at home. Then you come back. You know, you do whatever you got to do. Then you come back for a nice candlelight dinner because it's my birthday. I'm not buying you all this stuff on my birthday. First of all, if he your man, how he didn't know it was your birthday. Because y'all ain't had enough conversations. Because I promise you, (laughs) had Derek not known it was my birthday, (laughs) I promise you. And you supposed to be my man. And you don't know when my birthday is. You better know when All Saints Day is. <laughs> November 1st. <laughs> I'd have been like, nah, bro. Um, so then I really, I didn't, ha- I hated the ending of this scene. But so then he goes back to his mama's house because it's prom, yeah. prom day. Oh, yeah. And mm-hmm. I was like, it's real bright outside for them to be leaving for prom. But mm-hmm. but it's Cali. Mm, oh, true. That's right. Gotcha. Cause I was yeah. like, it's real bright. Like <laughs> mm-hmm. middle of the day. Um, so the sister is getting ready to go to prom at 15 years old. Which I was <laughs> so weird. And her mama hadn't even met Rodney. Hadn't even met him. <laughs> um, yeah, this, this is just an interesting scene. And, uh, Darnell attempts to do the thing that, that classic move on, no one's going to hurt my sister. No one's going to hurt my daughter because she's so pure. Mm-hmm. Uh, not realizing that this young lady has autonomy over herself. Um, and you doing the same thing to somebody else's sister and daughter. Mm-hmm. Again, the pot calling the kettle black. Because Rodney pulls up and basically says like Cleophas is over there with all the honeys. He got about 50 of them. And I was thinking that for him, sir. You are not aware of your surroundings. Read the room, sir. This is her brother. Right. Why are you talking to him like that? And you know him because he said his name. Right. Now, if this had been uh, uh, the movie with him and uh, Will. That would have been a that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a different situation. That poor boy. I was like, what is wrong with this boy? And he was really scared. Right. Like they didn't mm-hmm. tell him that they was going to do him like that in that scene. Wasn't his name Reggie? It sure was. It was. <laughs> Oh, that poor boy. Mm-hmm. Um, so then, you know, he does the little pep talk with him and is like, you know, bring my sister back by midnight. And I'm like, dude, whatever. Ain't gonna be no. Mm-hmm. And he was like, he, I'm not like my brother. I know you don't, don't get it to, I'm not like my brother. Sir, stop explaining yourself. Mm-hmm. This man don't even know you. You just stop talking. And not even 45 seconds ago, you was just on the the, the sidewalk talking about, oh, I wish I could have got me one of them mm-hmm. with the 5011 honeys that Cleophas had. So Sorry. you 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 might be like your brother. So that's why I stopped talking. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, that's why his mama promptly called him out about mm-hmm. that. Mm. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mom called him out again. <laughs> Got accountability. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And brought up Mia again. <laughs> yes. You know, she signed back up. When she reenlisted with the Air Force mm-hmm. and walked off. That's it. So then this is the part that I didn't like. So then he goes over to Mia's house. 
and she and Peaches mm-hmm. are getting ready to leave and go bowling, I think. Uh-huh. And he just basically like blocked her and, you know, kind of chastised her almost. Like, you know, you going back to the, the Air Force and like, you didn't tell me that whole kind of vibe. Mm-hmm. Um, and Peaches is like, don't waste your time. With girl, <laughs> stop it. Leave this alone. And of course, me like, it's all right. Can I just meet you? Mm-hmm. And I was like, you using this woman's stuff. Like she just took you on the shopping spree. That's that's that was my issue. You in her limo. Yeah. The disrespect. The yeah. Blatant. Like you gonna throw all this stuff that she just bought you. You didn't have no problem accepting all of these gifts that she just gave you. You just gonna throw them on the ground. Mm-hmm. Even if it is how you truly feel, you should have handled yourself better, differently. Or you should have just not gone on the shopping spree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you should have t- told her, no, you go ahead and take your car. I'll, I'll, I'll meet up with you later on. Right. Like you wearing the suit she literally just bought you. Right. And you just going to throw all this, you're going to use her stuff. And being driven around in her limo. In her, her driver. On her dime. On her dime. Complete. <laughs> and then what I was like, and Mia, you just going to go along with it? Right. Like you going to just, g- Okay. You know. Because she was smiling when he was throwing the stuff out. Right. Like, you see, this man is obviously, I mean, who rides around in a limo? (laughs) And is wearing a three-piece suit. Yeah. So, I didn't like that scene. Um, So, then, of of course, Brandy is, you know, sitting at the dinner table. She got her candlelit dinner for her birthday ready to go. And, you know, it starts off well because it's like, you know, I'm getting it ready Mm -hmm. and prepped. Still early. It's still early. And then Darnell and Mia are like at, you know, Lover's Lane somewhere. Yeah, they spend the whole day together. Mm-hmm. Whole day into the night. Well, they spent the night together. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, they're talking about old times and reminiscing and all of these things. Being vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And then they kiss. And <laughs> now Brandy, now it's late into the night. And, of course, now... The descent is happening, mm-hmm. you know, because she's realizing he's not coming. Mm-hmm. She had the table playing with a knife. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then stabs the cake, mm-hmm. you know, because that fury is, is building, mm-hmm. you know, like they say, uh, hell hath no fury. Like yeah. a woman's gone. <laughs> yeah. So the fury is building. That familiar, that familiar uh, feeling of hurt is now conjuring up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, so then they go back to brand, no, um, Mia's house, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Drops her off. Um, <laughs> and they stay the night together. Because mm-hmm. he wanted some fruitopia. <laughs> <laughs> I, know, I was like, fruitopia? I know, I was like, that's a very specific but weird drink to say. Yeah. You ain't say fruit punch, you ain't say Kool-Aid. Or water. Hawaiian <laughs> punch. Probably was a sponsor probably oh. that fool specifically said fruitopia mm-hmm. um but mia says look i'm not ready for all that mm-hmm. you know i'm not ready for that and he's like no 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 it's cool so he respected that boundary yes beautifully from her yeah that she was not ready to sleep with him so then they just literally just slept in the bed with their clothes on with their clothes on 
Um, and sometime between, I don't know how she knew where Mia lived. Brandy shows up. I was assuming the limo driver. Oh, the lim- yeah, the limo, the limo was driver. out front. That's right. Uh, so she shows up with the cake and the knife that's still in the cake and puts <laughs> it on the porch. I'm sorry. You're not getting my cake. You're not going to be throwing good food away. I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah. Um, so then after that, you know, he he's scared now. <laughs> As he should be. So he goes back in the house and, you know, and Mia's like, kind of like, well, like, what's going on? And he, of course, plays it off. Um, and then they cut to him going to Brandy's house. Well, she, uh, that's when he came back in then and was like, let's start, um, where we left off mm -hmm. and then she's like no but i could use some breakfast and well he said well let's do some breakfast and he talking about salmon croquettes and i said y'all about to eat eat." Mm -hmm. yeah i know i was like so you gotta take take them bones out the salmon and stuff like (laughs) y'all know she just ain't got the salmon prepared already (laughs) that's a meal (laughs) Uh, so then he goes to brandy's house and Mm. i don't know how he got the knife back out of out of the cake I mean, you had to go back in the trash, trash and get it. Yeah. <laughs> and it was clean. Right. So you washed it too? Mm-hmm. <laughs> At his mama's house. No, I'm saying. <laughs> um, and then both of them trying to play hard and tough mm. versus being honest and her saying, I'm, I'm hurt mm-hmm. by what you did. You promised that you would be back and you didn't. And instead stayed the night with another woman. Mm hmm. Which is the ex- is the exact same thing. Her well, I don't want to say exact same thing, but his her husband left her for she said a blondie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then him basically saying like, you know, we should be friends. <laughs> Lies, and it's like you was not interested in being friends with this woman, right? So uh- why even put that out there? But instead of just saying we just need to go our separate ways. Mm-hmm. But this also starts his like new leaf montage. Mm-hmm. Him writing when he didn't really write the wrong, but him cutting it off with Brandy and then him going and cutting it off with all the other women mm-hmm. that he uh, has been dealing with. Mm-hmm. So you can tell that he is taking me seriously and that he is willing to step up and do what he needs to do, but he just underestimated Brandy mm-hmm. <laughs> severely. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cause she showed up at his house mm-hmm. cooking some burnt bacon. I was like, what she got this bacon on? <laughs> How'd she get in and you didn't hear? That's what I was like. And do nobody lock their door? <laughs> like nobody. I was like, because you know them old uh, California homes, ain't they got door doors on? Yeah, them. that's them turning. You know, them mid-century modern homes. Um, and I was like, and bacon is very fragrant. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I'm be mad you didn't burn up my bacon. So you would have smelled that before it got to the burnt stage, right? The alarm ringing. Like bacon smells. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how you just missed all of that. Um, but somehow she got into his house, breaking and entering <laughs> <laughs> and is, you know, trying to, I don't know what she called herself doing. Make it a mess. Yeah. Um, and of course he freaks out and he's like, you know, what are you doing here? And how'd you get here and get out? And she tries to hug him and be all alone. In yeah. Thing. And he throws her off of him and she hits I guess the pantry door or something. She hits the wall he or something. Her into it. Mm-hmm. Um, and she basically at that moment, I'll say, Oh, 
you don't you don't got the right one today bro so mm-hmm. you just gonna do me just like my husband mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and she said you put your hands on the wrong one mm-hmm. and that was it that's it after that she was done um so it's another like small little montage in mm-hmm. here right and <laughs> she starts hitting herself <laughs> I don't know if this was an orange or a grapefruit. It was an orange. It was an orange. It was humongous. <laughs> she put that thing in that stocking and went to town on her face with this orange. And then proceeded to slam her arm, her forearm, in the door. I don't know if she broke it or just. Psychopath. Yeah, she had a full psychotic break at this point. Oh, yeah. Right. And and Martin Darnell even I recognize the fact that he was in, well, he said that he was in a fatal attraction. Mm-hmm. Sir, no, sir. You were not in a fatal attraction. You wounded a, a, a already scorned woman. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, ooh, I said, boy, she is spiraling fast. Mm-hmm. She tried um, to run him over when he was at the cleaners. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then broke his window. <laughs> At his mama house. Uh, oh wait, she called. Uh, oh, when after the hospital. She, oh yes, mm-hmm. at the hospital. So she got, she called. Had the hospital call, um, Darnell, to say that Mia had been in an accident. Mm-hmm. So of course, you know, he freaking out and he rushes down to the hospital, and lo and behold, if it isn't Brandy, mm-hmm. and she put on the theatrics. And got him oh. arrested. Got him arrested. But the, but but his mom said that they didn't file charges because he probably had a uh, alibi. A alibi. True, because he was at the club. Yeah. Oh, yeah. they were doing something at the club. Yeah. Well, him and uh, uh, T were playing pool. That's right. They were playing pool. Yeah. So it was no way for him to have been. That, at, yeah. To have happened. Um. So then he um is at his mama's house. She and he's talking to his mom, basically telling her what happened. Mm-hmm. And they hear some glass shatter, go outside, and Brandy has thrown a brick through his windshield I and sat the there. Windows out your car. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Um, yeah, she sat there and waited because she wanted to see that reaction. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I want to see you hurt. You yeah. done hurt me. Now I want to see yours. Mm-hmm. Um and then they start arguing. He, dumped, he kicked her his little bitty leg uh huh like, well, watch out for you get hurt again um, so then they arguing and then mama come outside and she was she was gonna get her now if that was my mama and that was my brother oh he wasn't gonna be able to stop her she'd have told that woman out that car I've yeah. seen my mama do it before yeah he was trying to hold his mama back mm-hmm. and she was just taunting both of them Mm-hmm. Called him a mama's boy and <laughs> talking about some hey ma. I've been wanting to meet you. <laughs> I said, Oh boy, I said that train has left the oh, building. Yes. It has left the station. Um <laughs> <laughs> she was like, I've been waiting to meet you <laughs> with the bruise on her face and everything. Mm-hmm. Hands still bandaged up. Mm. Um so then she drive off and you know in the midst of the scene as well, mom tells Darnell that he needs to file a restraining order against her. 
So he goes to the police station. And this was one of the things that I felt was very unfortunate mm. um, because this happens to men all, all, the, all the, the time. time. Yeah. That he goes to the police station to tell his story and the cops laugh at him and don't take him seriously. Yeah. That this woman is threatening him. Um, you know, she's becoming dangerous towards him and his need for protection is not listened to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And all the while, while he's trying is, is happening right outside of the station because she took yes. all the tires off the car. Except for one. Except for <laughs> on blocks. Boy. He wasn't even on blocks. No, he was, they on, was on, the ground. Ground. on the pads. Yeah. He, he said sick. she took my brakes. <laughs> no, she put me on the brakes. Like, it was yes. just sad. Um, did y'all, when she sped off in the scene right before that, did you see the cameraman in the uh-uh. in the glass? I said, Lord Jesus. I didn't. I didn't. He was like right in front of the glass. I was like, you couldn't have. <laughs> no, I'm going to have to go back and look at that. Yeah, Full me too. Gear, everything. <laughs> headphones on. The, uh, yeah, headphones on. I was like, that's oh, hilarious. Okay. See, see, this that. is why stuff need to still be an analog and not this digitally remastered mm-hmm. <laughs> stuff like that. Um, but yeah, and first I was like, boy, this woman is cold blooded. She was able to take off his rent, not just his uh, the, the bolts, the jerk, jerk, jerk. Okay, whatever they call. Because <laughs> I'm thinking, look, my husband works on cars, and I know how la- first of all she had to jack that car up off the ground like you can't just take a tire off not on no suv show not well not on any car well, any, but i'm just saying yeah, especially like, not on no high up car right like you can't just take a tire off <laughs> like <laughs> and three of them at that and like you gotta have a jack jack stands yeah. and at a minimum a a, a tire iron now and that's exactly what she probably got away with it because oh she's probably just trying to fix her tires this mm. woman in distress mm-hmm. and probably i bet you somebody out there helped her probably because <laughs> wow. she looked like she would need some, some uh-huh. help and i was like he parked up on the i thought it was i was like oh that's you are right there at the stairs i was like he ain't even in the parking space like he is on like the sidewalk the yeah but but it was a car beside him I think they did that because to make it look like mm-hmm. a parking lot. Um, and took all three and they was gone. They wasn't piled up nowhere. She took them joints with her. And <laughs> tires is high. Mm. And SUV tires are big. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what? A, I was like, okay. And then again, he didn't have, nobody came to his aid. <laughs> right. You know, he out there like, <laughs> like, really? <laughs> What am I supposed to do with it? Like, he he got front, in the car. And told myself, I can't go nowhere. Okay. He like in front of the police station. Didn't like nobody. Nobody. Where is the justice? Yes. <laughs> and I was like, see, this is again, men are not taken seriously when yeah. they are given, uh, when they try to actually make an outcry and claim, you know, that they are being hurt. You know, they, it's really hard for some reason for people to see women as the aggressor mm-hmm. in a situation, but I'm not going to say that her aggression is justified by any stress of the imagination, but it came from somewhere. However, what she's doing is beyond the reaction that would be appropriate for a situation, a situation like that. And you know what the thing that was the exact scene that made me think like Martin, I mean, Darnell. I feel bad for you, but I don't mm-hmm. because yes, I do understand. Yes. What she's doing is extra and it's, you know, I got that, 
But sir, take you did you. This is what you what this is what you, you playing with somebody. Yeah. This is how you. This is how this happens. Yeah. Yeah. She was definitely doing the most. Mm-hmm. She snapped and she just said, "I'm gonna keep going." Yeah. Lot, like she had a whole game plan in her head. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So these next scenes, I didn't quite write all of them down because it was like basically she's gone. She's mm-hmm. escalating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, she sets the club on fire somehow. Yeah. She's uh watching him and me on a date mm-hmm. and tells him how cute they look on but the she, car. But phone. he needed to get rid of her. Mm-hmm. Before I do. Yep. So they go to the club and he does instead of telling Mia the truth. Cause mind you, she is trained to kill people. Right. So, I need as many people on my side as possible. Right. But so, see, but again, like you said earlier, he underestimated her crazy. Still. No, I think he, I think he, I think he well, knows to some now, level now, because but he not got rid that she, of uh, Mia. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, but I did. think he understand it. Uh, I mean, excuse me, underestimated Mia's mm-hmm. ability to one, protect herself and two understand what he was going through. Yeah. Cause if it weren't for Mia, he'd be dead. Mm-hmm. That is true. Um, so he M-A-N-T. broke it off with Mia in the most ridiculous way possible. I think we moving too fast. Fool, we just got together last week. What are you talking about? <laughs> okay. Um, versus saying, hey, the last chick I was with is on some killer well, stuff right now. Well, she knew who she was. True. Because they met in the in the Chocolate City earlier. Mm-hmm. So I just, I didn't even understand that approach. I really didn't. I, I didn't, it was unnecessary. I always hate that. Like in books that I read or movies that I watch, I hate, like, just be honest with the people that love you so that they can be part of your support to either help you get out of this situation or help you mm-hmm. get the bad guy. Right. Because I can, one, I can respect you better if you just tell me the truth. Mm-hmm. And then again, it allows me to make the choice of whether or not I'm going to walk through this with you. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So then uh, he leaves somehow. Mm-mm. He has a talk with Smitty and he gets the partnership, him and T. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that part. But I'm thinking um, Darnell leaves because they call him back to the club because mm-hmm. um, Brandy has set it on fire. Because mm. <laughs> this club is on fire. <laughs> set on fire and water was spewing everywhere. Yes. Yeah. I was like, ma'am. How did you, do you have a, a team, a team of goons? <laughs> like It was the limo driver. Um, <laughs> probably was. Cause I was like, man, she really out here. Like, did you like mess with the electrical or something? Like what in the world? So then he goes to Brandy's house and she ready. I was like, man, she must've been driving like a bad out of, cause well, they had to find him first, remember? Oh, yes. So they, she would have had some time to get home, too. Because mm-hmm. I was like, man, like, she was ready. And then it takes him a long time to mm. get there. Cause well, I don't even know if they, because he drove up to wherever Earl was. At some, I don't know where Earl was. No, Earl came to him. Did Because Martin was in the car. He drove up to something, like a gate or something. He did. Yeah, that that's weird. Cause he they was were like, going somewhere. He's like, you got to get back to the club, man. Yeah. Oh, he was leaving the basketball court. Oh, oh, yeah. He was leaving the basketball yeah. court and he came up because they had been trying to find him. And then also me and T because T went to, to get house. Mia yeah. thinking he was there yeah. and he wasn't. And then she find out, you know, yeah. Yeah. it didn't happen. So he gets to Brandy's and she busts him over the head with a vase. 
and ties him up <laughs> and essentially does a, a scene kind of like diary of a mad black woman she did she shoved that cake in his face <laughs> he had all kind of chocolate cake in his, in his nose <laughs> it was all black i was like is that cake in his nose i, I wasn't sure either i was like wait was. i understand i was like because <laughs> i was thinking either he got some dark nose hairs or he got cake in his nose mm-hmm. i couldn't i couldn't tell either. i couldn't tell um because i think this is when i saw that his eye was red again because mm-hmm. i was like wait hold on they shot these out of sequence because yeah. i was like he got that red spot in his eye again that blood vessel mm-hmm. um She's the black widow she mm. was. that dress was fire I it was, was. I need to design a dress so somebody <laughs> can make this for me i mean she looked great the whole movie oh mm-hmm. yeah so she got her little pistol and and she's basically walking him through like how he got to this point mm-hmm. you know she's wrapping the movie up essentially like look you played with me mm-hmm. and you know people don't like to be played with like we're you know she's talking about women specifically in this scene that you know we're not your toys like you can't just take us off a shelf when you want and when you're done with us when we we're not nice and shiny and new anymore you just kind of throw us away mm-hmm. um like you're gonna get what's coming to you, like because you didn't have to do me like this. Mm-hmm. And it's also when she uh, analyzes between um, her husband and him, and when she, mm-hmm. when she made the point of uh, I walked in on my husband with uh, this white blonde lady, and the only difference is yours is nappy headed. Mm-hmm. I said, okay, he's gonna talk about her naps like that. I did. I was like, mm-hmm. I said, actually, Regina hair is always laid. Thank it you. is because <laughs> she had that slick going. Mm-hmm. And them curls, and boy. Them they, bops. Girl, side note: the amount of spritz that was used in this film, <laughs> they pump it up, girl. Because <laughs> there was a lady in there with the, a spiral curl ponytail, and them curls was so fried. I was like, I don't even. I bet it smelled like straight pump it up in there in that club. Because yeah. it was nothing but spiral and, curls and everywhere. But that was my side note. That also takes me back to that whole scene because if y'all don't know, Snoop Dogg and LBC are all up and through this movie. They have a whole concert. And I said, mm-hmm. okay, Snoop Dogg. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I saw know. Snoop Dogg in one when well, he dapped somebody up. Part of LBC. And I don't know mm-hmm. what happened to that group because I ain't heard nothing else from them after they did this performance. Yeah. Hmm. But in the midst of Brandy beating up Darnell, so when he got ended up in the um in the tub, he had like blood coming from everywhere. She shot him, and then he probably, no. I'm talking about on his face, but I'm it saying probably it probably fell oh. too. Like, oh, because okay. then he fell. Into I know he the, fell his, into on the, the stairs. Tub. Oh, okay, that too. He didn't do like Charles. He did because <laughs> his because them ropes busted. Yes, because his hands was tied behind his back, but when he fell in the tub, they were mm-hmm. free. Um, so I, I figured he, it was either splatter or he hit his head when he fell in the tub. Yeah, Cause he had a gash in his, mm-hmm. in his head. Um, but she had need him in the family jewels <laughs> pretty hard. Walking, so he, he, and he did his classic mark. This yes, this when he was Martin. Yes. He was. Cause I was like, this is supposed to be a serious scene and mm-hmm. you being real extra funny right now. And you could tell she was trying to keep her face she was. together. <laughs> Cause she did laugh a little yeah, bit. She did. Uh, cause it's like, really? <laughs> uh, so then she gets him upstairs and then, you know, pushes him into the, uh, full bathtub. 
And then this is when she talks about how she caught her husband uh, cheating with the blonde woman Mm -hmm. and then proceeds to say how she killed him was throwing some electrical equipment in the tub with him that she attempted to do with Darnell. um, But somehow he was able to gather the strength and figure out that that's what she was getting ready to do. Figure out that's what she was getting ready to do and get from a lying, a, a lying position to a full stand up and out the tub at the While same she time. she was looking at him. <laughs> so I, I don't even know how you do that. That's some ninja <laughs> stuff right there. But that there. also goes to say the story that she initially told was a lie. Oh, that he was abusing her? Mm-hmm. Oh. And that's why she... Mm, mm-hmm. Good pickup on I'm that. I'm like, ma'am, which is it? He was cheating on you and then you got mad and electrocuted him or was he beating you? Right. Mm. He probably that- wasn't beating you insert scene of her beating herself up with the orange mm-hmm. exactly <laughs> yep and her being super possessive that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and jealous which is not a justification right but why he was probably cheating on her hmm. um so then in at this time as well um t and mia have somehow gotten to the house where how he knows where she lives but doesn't know where she lives at the same time it kind of threw me off uh it he probably just knows like the you address, said, yeah. Though. That's what I'm finna say. It was probably like you said the three, 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 because he was about to pass it, and Mia was like, "Wait, wait, wait, that go three, three, three right there." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they pull up to the house and sneak in, and she sees them and busts T over the head with the gun as he's calling nine one one. I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she sees Mia and gets her upstairs where Darnell is, and he's hiding out practicing his stab uh moves because <laughs> he was ready as soon as she come around the corner um she threatens once she gets upstairs with mia she threatens to you know shoot her if darnell doesn't come out and and this this time she was able to kick the door in why she didn't do that because she was when when he i don't know why she, why it took that scene for her to kick the door in obviously the movie the because anger hit different that's because now you got now, now you got the girl mm-hmm. but adrenaline is something else yeah uh so then he jump out the closet they get into a little scuffle and fall out the window all of them, all three all, all three, three of them and we go back to the original scene where he was in the water looking like a, a black sea lion <laughs> uh so then you know the final scene is of course he's in the hospital he's all bandaged up and mia's there mom's there sister's there Mm -hmm. um and you know everybody's kind of taking care of him and he's doing his his thing you know how he's acting very Mm (laughs) martin-esque um but and then he has he says something like it took I don't remember. I can't remember the specific wording, but basically like, you know, he's a man now, you know, he's, he's transitioned to becoming uh, a real man. And then, um, Brandy ends up in jail (laughs) for a short stint. Yeah. (laughs) And then he's like, basically like, I hope they really get her mind right before they let her out. No, he said a heart, her heart. Oh, that's Mm -hmm. what it was. Her heart. Right. Before Mm -hmm. they let out. Mm -hmm. But uh, based off the way that scene was cut, she was already out. Mm hmm insane because she is yeah he said I, I hope they fix um the hole that she has in her heart or something like that mm-hmm. the hole ain't the problem mm-hmm. no and then that's the end of the movie so the moral of the story is don't play with people's emotions 
communicate clearly. Learn how to negotiate what you want in a relationship. And if you cannot get it from that person, go find somebody else. And boundaries. Mm-hmm. And boundaries. Be true. be true to who you are and who you want, what you want. Mm-hmm. There was a whole lot going on in this movie. Lord have mercy. Well, that's it for session 18, movie mental breakdown of a thin line between love and hate. We love to hear, you know, what some of your favorite scenes are from this movie because, you know, we like to do throwback films. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's stuff you probably haven't seen in a long time. So let us know uh, in the comments what you think and, you know, what are some memorable scenes for you guys. So, okay, interns, process your notes. Be sure to catch us next session and find us on all major platforms at The Recycled Podcast. If you're a new intern, be sure to like, comment, subscribe, and share. Thanks for listening. And remember, we are shifting and reshaping our psyche through healing conversations and connections, one discussion at a time.